Blog Talk Radio.
My IHOTEP, Grand Rising, and Better Love. You are listening to Dr. Robert X. Form by way of Truth to Power, and I am Beverly, and we have Dr. Robert X. with us tonight, and he's been looking at them UN nigga trouble. <laughs> How you doing, Dr. Robert X.? <laughs> Okay, babe, you got to bring me up to date. What's going on? Yeah, well, I haven't been brought up to date either because, I mean, it's been a busy week, and I haven't had a chance to really look at what's going on. Nothing? I mean, I... I haven't had a time to sit down and look at anything. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds ominous, man. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where'd that come from? <laughs> time in the future. Okay. What's that, green onions or something? Is that, is onions. that what that is? That's green onions. Okay. Uh, three, used to be 10 cents a bushel, now it's $3 a bushel. <laughs> yeah. It might go higher. Hey. Hey, Bear, it, it may not be because of the cork. Look like the corpse is disobeying orders. Oh, he ain't got out of control now? He can't control what he say? Or they can't control him anymore? Well, because he got brain damage, Bill. This dude actually thinks that he thinks he's the president. Really? Well, he actually thinks he's the president. Hmm. He doesn't realize at this point his mind is so so injured that other people put him there. He thinks he got there on his own. So he believed a lie. He believes the lie bear so much so that he's become uh, a cavalcade of lies on a daily basis. And even the Democrats uh, are pointing out now that he needs to go. But like a petulant child, he doesn't want to go. He wants to stay right where he is. What what else, And and I'm quite sure they don't want uh, camel toe either. Yeah, well. The Democratic Party. They don't have any other options at this point. People talking about Michelle Obama, uh, I don't see it. I I don't don't see it. I think that what's going to happen is this age-old question about her being a male or female is going Mm -hmm. to be put Now, they just launched the first missile. That was Obama being in the closet, okay? That's the first missile. 
the second one would probably be her connections to who's the dude that was raping all the women in Hollywood? Weinstein, ba- uh, something like that. Weinstein. 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 I know he was. Yeah, one of them. One of them stings. Well, she seems to be right in the middle of promoting these dysfunctional people. She gave a glowing tribute to this dude when everybody and their mama know that he's a serial rapist. He spoke on his behalf. And the other thing, the other thing is the half-hour campaign commercial that she made for the corpse in 2020, pointing out how much of a family man he was, knowing all the time that this dude and his entire family, uh, like the Bushes and the Clintons, are straight-up criminal organizations. She knew that all the time. So I expect that to be the second missile that they drop on her, uh, all the things that she said uh, and the positions that she's taken. And the third one is going to be whether she's a man or a woman. Yep, and I first heard that from Joan Rivers. Yeah. Uh, And Joan Rivers said it with conviction, like everybody knows. Okay? Now, I had the unfortunate opportunity to uh, listen to a video and it was pointing out that the Secret Service would literally sneak young boys into the White House for Obama. Well, remember we talked about the list he had with the hot dogs and all that other stuff. He put his order in. Yeah, but that was for Pizzagate. I'm talking Mm -hmm. about over his tenure as the president for eight years. They say it's a well-known fact inside the White House that this dude was having young boys brought to him on a consistent basis. My question is, where was Michelle? You see, one thing we all know, Bear, if a woman is married to or dating a homosexual, she knows it. Mm-hmm. Now, she may not admit it, but damn if she don't know it. But it's like I've been saying all the time, and it may sound harsh, but I don't consider anything harsh when you consider how many people these people uh, are responsible for killing with all these fake wars. Okay? I don't consider me, what I'm saying about them, harsh in comparison to what they've done following the script of the real system of white supremacy. And that script says you have to kill people. They can't have a one-world government without killing people. Anybody get out of line, they kill them. It ain't like they started it. 
but it's not like they ended it either. We had a momentary blip under Orange Man, and as soon as Biden got back in office, he started killing people too. So it's what they do. They can't have one world government without invading other people's countries. So that comes with the territory. Expect them to drop those bombs on them. And as a result, uh, with the court staying in office, unless they kill him, I mean, how difficult would it be for him to fall down and hit his head? <laughs> He are, he already dead. Would you call him a corpse? Yeah. <laughs> he just won't wake up one morning. He's reanimated at this point, Bear. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Real, see, uh, knowing how much this dude falls, okay, he's either falling or shitting on himself. One of the two. All right, and and that's believable. Every time you see this clown, he got an ice cream cone in his hand. Now, he's 80-something years old, and if he's lactose intolerant, that's not a very difficult thing to do. All he got to do is sneeze. Or in his case, take a a wrong step, and boom, he's either going to fall or shit on himself, one of the two. <laughs> so... Uh, that's what I expect to see happen in the body politic. Uh, I wish the Republicans uh, weren't trying to impeach him. I think that's a bad why, move. Why you say that? Uh, because I think that in the situation that they're in and the whole country is in, they would have been uh, much more effective in impeaching the Attorney General, uh, the head of Homeland Security, or the head of the FBI. Homeland Security is in charge of the border. The FBI is uh, locking up and setting up people all over the country fake raids on people's houses and all this kind of stuff. And, of course, the Attorney General has been withholding information uh, and and prosecutions of the Bidens. And all of this stuff that I'm talking about is provable. The FBI has been caught doing so many things, including trying to overthrow the government, that there's no way uh, Christopher Ray shouldn't have been impeached. So they should have impeached him. Mayorkas, that Homeland Security, based on what he's done at the border. Or um, Merrick Garland at the Justice Department. See, those are the policing agencies. If you remove his cover, which is the police, then Basically, the cost is totally ineffective. He doesn't have his shield anymore. 
<laughs> so those are the three agencies I would have liked to see uh, because they're not going to be able to impeach Biden. I mean, they're going to impeach him, but it's not going to go through the Senate. Everybody already knows that this dude is a criminal. He has no support base. He's never had a support base. They've been people been screaming, "Let's go, Brandon!" Since the moment he got in office, he can't go anywhere, along with other high-profile people in the Democratic Party. We've seen Nancy Pelosi get booed all the hell, get protested. In San Francisco, we've seen AOC get booed all the hell and get called on being a warmonger, which she ran on being exactly the opposite, in New York. Okay, so these people can't go anywhere. Uh, The only thing that basically gives them any hint of credibility is the media. And the media, I'm talking mainstream, and the mainstream media cannot shield them anymore because it's collapsed. So I just think there could have been more effective uh, ways of doing things, and it would have put all these fake indictments of people totally in check. You see? Again, everybody knows that all these indictments of Orange Man are basically frivolous. Don't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican, you can hate his guts. But the facts are the facts. Okay? And speaking of facts, uh, Bev, I know you've seen the... uh, the video going all over the place of polite being read his sentence in the courtroom. Man, that got around quick. Yeah, uh, no, but the family, I heard it from the family. Then he gets Uh 68 years or something. Yeah, that's in total, but he's only going to do seven, and then he's got 10 years on probation. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't know there was going to be a video. It was, actually, it wasn't a video. It was an audio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he, you didn't hear the one with the uh, with the young girl's mother. Was that one of his women? It, well, one of his wives, as he as he called. Oh. Mm-hmm. I didn't know she was a wife. Hmm. She was just was somebody he was from, the one from Hollywood. See, I haven't kept I used to keep up with him, but I haven't kept up with him in a while. But the uh-huh. last time I saw him, he had one that was from he had got her out of Hollywood. Okay, I, I don't know. Um, okay, I didn't know the case was being uh adjudicated in Florida. Mm. I thought he was in California. But I, I have to be honest, Bear. Uh, some of the commentary I, I heard on this dude was extremely harsh. Some of it, uh, it 
everybody using the same video clip or audio clip. Mm-hmm. And there's some who basically didn't like this dude because he he doesn't practice Christian ethics when it yeah, comes he to had his... a lot of... Go ahead. No, I just say he had a lot of haters. Yeah, I, I don't understand, you know. There's no need to be that harsh on that dude because of the number of women that he dealt with. And that's coming from somebody in a totally monogamous relationship. The point being, he didn't hide any of that. He was quite out in the open about it. So if that's what he wanted to do, you know, as far as I was concerned, that was his business. But I I could give my opinion, and I have, and that it would eventually lead him to trouble. Yeah, you said that long time when he first went to Hollywood. Yeah, long time ago. But that's where we ended up. So it was just a matter of time when it caught up with him. Okay, because I'm just going to be honest, and again, uh, this is just my opinion. Uh, When you got that many women, you really don't respect any of them. It's easy for you to get set up, too, when you got that many women, because one one woman going to get jealous of the other woman, and and you know how that goes. It's the normal course of human behavior. Yeah, yeah. One's going to think the other one is getting a little bit more than she getting. Mm-hmm. And unless you're in a situation or an environment where that kind of thing is common and the women more or less accept their subservient role to each other, say in some Islamic countries where, you know, the royals or people of uh, excessive means uh, have stables of women. Now, having a harem or X number of wives is not unusual, but that's not his fault. Yeah. So, you know, even in African, uh, some African countries, that's not unusual. Mm -hmm. But that ain't where he was. And once these women in this country have been accultured to the American way of life, man, eventually, and I don't care what religion you got, you can be a Christian preacher, as many of them have gotten busted over the years with X number of women. It's not unusual. The unusual thing is being able to control yourself at a young age uh, and not get caught up with all them different women. That's the trick. It ain't difficult uh, getting a bunch of women. All you got to do is have a game plan. They call it running game. It's a game plan. All right? So that's never been difficult. The difficult thing is dealing with one. That's difficult. For a whole lifetime, that's extremely difficult. 
That's why I applaud people who've been married for a long period of time because that's a very difficult thing. I don't care who you are. So it's to be applauded from where I sit. I, I just don't have the kind of animus toward that dude that some of these other people that I've listened to have. I'm not excusing his behavior by any stretch of the imagination. That's why I say, personally, again, it's just my opinion, it's really sad. It's really sad. Because, you see, no matter how many you have, what is enough? You see, you can't, you can't say what's enough you headed for trouble because there is no enough. It's whatever and suits then, you at a, at a particular point in time. Go ahead, Beth. And then, you know, he had the one that that was really uh, the first one, the one he had the, the child, the daughter by. And, you know, some women. They can't handle that where they know that this one here is not going to move out the way because women's nat- naturally, they're going to try to move her out the way. That's just natural. And when they find out they can't move her out the way and then when they see that them two got a bond that nobody else have, that's trouble right there. Yeah. Spoken from a woman's perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So does it does it make a difference if the women view themselves as uh separate corporations? Well that's how he he was coming off as, you know, it's like because each woman had their own business and was doing their own thing and that's how he was trying to from my understanding, I don't know, I'm on the outside looking in. Well, we all on the outside looking in. <laughs> we trying to figure out what's going on. But no, nah, but for the few times that I, you know, dealt with him, that's that's what I got out of it. Well, you know what, Bev? You could see it coming. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you when I noticed that it was coming. And this didn't just start. Um I guess it had to be 10 years ago when I first got wind of that brother because, you know, again, he was doing programs at the same time right here on Truth to Power as I was with you, Bev. I know. And so when I first got wind of this dude, I noticed that, you know, the women were dressed in a particular manner. But then about six years after that, Mm -hmm. man, the clothes and tighter and tighter, they begin to be, you know, exposing themselves more and more. And I he said, oh Yeah, they were starting to look like holes, you know, and he was starting to look like a pimp with his holes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Bev, he, he began to have this entourage around him about eight years later. Mm. Okay, so you got all these women, all these wives, 
and you got all these other young brothers around that's like your bodyguard, right? Hmm. And why you need bodyguards and all that kind of stuff? Because back uh. then, remember, he was debating, and they was going at it, different people, yeah. you know, going back and forth, back and forth. And you know how it is when you get to arguing and getting to do, doing, we used to say the dozens, somebody going to yeah. get mad. Yeah, when you know, I, I didn't, I didn't particularly care for any of that because it was black people uh, debating black people, right? And sometimes the the real enemy was pushed to the side because mm-hmm. it was really all about making money, and I didn't appreciate yeah. that. That's just mm-hmm. again my own personal opinion because we had too many things to deal with, and now we got to deal with everybody's different interpretation on the black woman is God. Uh, Whose organization is the most important, you know? Uh, All this kind of stuff that had nothing to do with really the upliftment of our people. I saw for what it was, it was basically being promoted to make money. Yeah. I I just didn't have no flavor for that at all. And now we're going to debate about a particular ideological perspective based on the upward mobility of black people. Should we take this particular philosophy and move it forward? Uh, Is this the game plan we're going to use based on that philosophy? Uh, What are the benefits? What are the pitfalls? Those things always should be up for debate. It became nothing more than a pissing contest, and nobody liked to be pissed on. So it was automatically going to end up with uh, people who were formerly on the same side saying the same things uh, based on the different entourages of who support who, the people that used to be on the same side now debating each other. So now all of a sudden, said he got a debate polite. Mm-hmm. You know, come on, y'all. What is what is that about? I like both of them brothers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I could never see the rationale for why that became so important. And again, as you might expect, the whole thing blew up. Now all of a sudden. No debates on nothing. When this is the time, then they, they really need to be happening. Where are we going as a people? Or are we really a people? Okay? Because I'm going to be honest, Bear. All them brothers need to be calling out these hoes that's influencing these young girls to act like hoes. Where is that debate? Is that relevant? To me, it is, because to think that some of these women and their behavior don't have an impact on young girls is to be extremely naive. And I watched a video that somebody sent me that's absolutely outrageous, okay, with women basically 
upholding the virtues of being a hoe under the guise of being hip-hop artists. And by the way, where's that debate? Is that black culture? Or is that culture that's been manufactured by somebody outside the black community to use as a weapon of social engineering? And we said some time ago, Bear, a few years back, it looked to me like they want black women to be hoes in the future. That's how they always looked at them. Yeah, but they didn't dare say it out loud. So what did they do? They went and got black women to promote it for them. And you see, there, there ain't no excuse for that behavior. I can't see no excuse for it. And the same thing goes for black men. If black men uh, are supposed to be the guardians of the, of the black community, because that's what some of us claim. I wish you'd have been uh, family. I wish you had been in my community a half hour ago. Still, you would you... Huh? I, no, go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead. You, you would have thought you was in the middle of Ukraine. <laughs> okay. If there wasn't 300 shots fired, I'll eat your hat and mine. At least 300. Family, not one police siren, not one. And when I say 300, that's on the low end. But it wasn't less than that. It's almost as if they took time to reload and start it back again. We got all these superpowers and we melanated. So what is all this black people killing black people about? What is this aberrant behavior being exhibited by black men? What is that about? Is that worthy of debate? You see, what is this black political empowerment where we supposedly have black political empowerment, but we're going backwards? Is that worthy of debate? Should we be debating if that's really a major uh, necessity for black people in 2023? These important things that there really is no debate on. Uh, How are we going to interact with all the illegals that are being uh, right in your face, put right up over you, no discussion? And make no mistake, uh, the vast majority of them are going to be put in your neighborhood in our neighborhood.
So there are a lot of issues that I personally feel we should be dealing with. But for whatever the reason, we chasing white supremacy because the body politic is absolutely 150% controlled by the system of white supremacy. But for some reason, Sister Bear, we think that there's something called black political empowerment. I've heard it uh, since I was able to understand some of the things that was going on in the black community in terms of the body politics. But I've never seen it, even when black people get elected to high office. It's few and far between where the conditions of black people actually improve. And you see, Bear, family, that's why it's always been my thesis that, you know, we were always told uh, politics and economics are like hand and glove. We've all heard that, right? Mm-hmm. And I've always questioned that notion. For me, it was always which is the most important. So, Economics was your hand. This is how we explained it. And politics was the glove. Now, if you ain't got no hand, if you don't have no economic base, you don't have no economic foundation, it's the point of having a glove when you don't have no hand. Exactly. Politics can pretty much guard that which you own. That's why the rich people stay rich. Because the body politic basically covers for them. They make payments to the politicians. The politicians do their bidding. Mm -hmm. So, no. Uh, Economics and politics only work from a hand-in-glove perspective when you got a hand. That's why we keep coming up short. And we refuse, for the most part, uh, at least the leadership refuses, because that's their mission, that's their role, to assess the situation of black people and to come up with remedies to deal with some of the problems that we have. So I don't think it's an accident that the politics, the politicians don't come up with solutions because they really can't. What are they going to do? And I think I'm explaining it a little bit. I could explain it a little bit better. It's not that they can't. It's just that, again, the economics is the hand. And everybody in this country who come to this country First thing they do is build an economic base. Don't take my word for it. Look at Juan Valdez. Uh, they, ain't, they still got their socks wet from uh, uh, sneaking over in this country. Right? Their shoes still soaking wet. But, man, was it you, Bear, that said that they're out in front of – oh, no, it was another friend of mine who was pointing out to me that 
every morning they're out in mm-hmm. front of Home Depot trying to get a job. Yes, they're out there uh, willing to work as laborers for people mm-hmm. who may need some workers to help them do, uh, you know, whatever contracting type work that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's who I see uh, when I see people getting their business fixed up and stuff like that, and that's who I see. Oh, Yeah. All right, and these people are relatively new to the body politic. For a long time, mm-hmm. it's damn near impossible to find Hispanic politicians till they start bringing over all these illegals. Now they're everywhere. You see, but they are pushing a particular agenda, uh, much of which involves around the acquisition of capital for their people. That's why they're illegal, and they can come here and get free housing, $20,000 a month in some places, 10000 in other places, right? And you still running around out here trying to figure out how you're going to make it from one paycheck to the next. So these are things from where I sit that black people should be debating. And I think it's it's noteworthy that most of the black politicians ain't complaining about nothing. The first black politician I've seen complain about these people is Eric Adams in New York. After the fact. He was all in at first. Absolutely. Until reality slapped him in the face. See? But the rest of them, we got one here. This new Negro male we got, he getting ready to put him in tents and winterize tents. Why he didn't do the homeless when 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 our people were standing out there homeless? You just said Why the didn't magic word. Because they are people and black politicians. That that's noteworthy, Bear really don't give a damn about black people. I had one tell me point blank to my face, Danny Davis, in front of a room full of people. I don't give a damn about black people. That dude keeps getting elected over and over. You see? So I don't know what all the answers are, Bear. I do know we better come up with some because the situation is going to get worse and worse because if you haven't noticed, family, uh, the police really don't respond in the black community. They have to ride up on something to respond. And if you think police aren't necessary in the black community, uh, wait a minute, another year or so, if we are lucky enough to be around for another year, then you gonna understand what I'm talking about. And again, ain't nobody more uh, anti-police than I am, but I also am a realist. And if you think you're gonna be able to do anything 
with all these problems we got in the black community and don't have some rules and regulations that come with it, you're fooling yourself. It's it's really interesting, Bear. I'm seeing politicians and news crews and all of them getting – there was a news crew stuck up in the middle of doing a story. (laughs) Wow, I ain't never heard of that before. Bear, they took their camera equipment. Mm. There's been so many politicians. uh, One woman got knocked on her butt. Black politician. I think it was in uh, San Francisco. They took her car. Another politician here uh, last week, black politician, got stuck up as well. So it's good in a way to see these people get some of the things happening to them uh, that's been happening to uh, everyday people for quite some time. So now people are focusing, the, the thieves are focusing on them because they give the impression that they have some wealth. So now they're getting stuck up. I mean, you you gotta love it, Bev, because at least the crime is is moving outside of its boundaries. See, the crime was just in the hood, and the mm-hmm. police were fishing in the white areas. Well, if you live anywhere near the city, there is no protection. I don't care which one of these cities you live in. You subject to get a bullet or stuck up at any time. That's just the reality. Now, that's it for the commentary for tonight. Now, we want to get back into the subject matter. Uh, which is being challenged. And by the way, family, that meeting of the globalists that we spoke of last week where so-called King Charles is called this emergency meeting because their world government plans ain't going as fast as they thought they would. Okay? So they're going to have to come up with something that serves as a distraction for people so they can speed up the process. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. When they lock down uh, large parts of the world under so-called COVID, they start putting up the 5G towers all over the place. Prior to that, there was a lot of discussion about 5G. Some of it shared right here on Truth to Power. But, man, when they locked down uh, much of the world, all of a sudden, 5G is everywhere. All of a sudden, even in the ghetto, 
this lets you know how serious they are because they never fix anything in the hood. But all of a sudden, you got bike paths everywhere. This is in a very short period of time. Now, they're accelerating their program because not only do you have bike paths, but here in Chicago, they're laying down these you know when you pull up into a large, um, I shouldn't say, you know those concrete uh, tire markers that sometimes are like about as wide as your car, so when you pull your car up to it, it lets you know that, you know, you're, you're uh, up close enough or back far enough because you'll hit the, those concrete barriers, right? Okay. You understand? No, not really. You're talking about the okay. little things on the ground in the parking lot yeah. when you yeah, get ready to put park the little concrete thing on. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. All right. They're putting them all in the streets here in Chicago. Hmm. Hey, you heading east and west. East or west, right? And they're facing east and west. They're running along the same path as the traffic. Aren't going to be cars. They're not going to be cars on the street. Or if they are, they're going to be few and far between. Um, can you envision... Uh, electrical charging stations. Mm-hmm. Okay, because there are going to be very few cars because most people are not going to be able to afford these new cars. All right? You live from paycheck to paycheck. You ain't likely to go and buy no car. They want people taking public transportation or using scooters and bicycles. That's why they got them everywhere. It's all you see, these kids riding around on these scooters. And you'll see them laying everywhere. I'm I'm sure that same situation exists all over the country. So they're accelerating their program of removing carbon from as many places as they possibly can, and that includes people. (laughs) We're not not exactly, what's the word I'm looking for? We are not set aside in this process as carbon-based units. we're considered a burden on the planet as well. It ain't just so-called trees and cars and things of that nature and uh, animals. No, it's people. I'm looking at this taking place, Bear, and Mm -hmm. I haven't seen... Go ahead, Bear. No, I just said, "Mm -hmm. I'm listening. Have you seen them in your area? 
Mm, not, not I. If it is, I haven't paid it any attention. I have. I don't. I don't see them. Now I okay, see the, uh, the electrical things. They have them like at the supermarket in their parking lot. Okay. How about bike paths? Oh yeah, we got them everywhere. Okay, now watch and for the, it. And the scooters. Okay. Yeah, because they're going to be when they put these uh, concrete pillars down in the streets, they're going to be mm-hmm. right next to the bike paths. Okay. Now, uh, I'm living in an environment where half the year is snow and cold, just like in Michigan. Mm-hmm. So you ain't going to be riding no bicycle out there in no cold-ass environment. That's not feasible. That's not what that's for. I'm just guessing that it's for electric vehicles because we're only a couple of years away where they're basically going to stop manufacturing uh, automobiles with combustible engines. And that could change now. That's going to depend on if Orange Man is in office and he's going to uh, uh, restart the gasoline industry and remove this notion of removing the combustionable engines. Uh, Knowing Orange Man, he's going to allow for all of it, not exclude one or the other. If you want to buy an electric vehicle, knock yourself out. But if you want to buy uh, a, com- a, a a car with a combustionable engine, you'll be able to do that too. Or you could have the best of both worlds. Yes, you could get a hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> right? If you want to do that, but at least you have some options and those things can be done in a very meaningful way because the the grid isn't in place to accommodate uh, high volumes of energy use at any particular time. And we see it in the wintertime and the summertime uh, when they tell people, to cut your air conditioners off and all this kind of thing because you're putting a strain on the grid in the summertime. And in the wintertime, uh, we just saw in places like Denver, Colorado, where the, basically the government took control of the thermostat <laughs> and, and told you it's too, it's too warm in your house. Okay? So you need to have this thermostat down to 60 degrees. So don't worry about it. We're going to turn it down for you. All right. Now, if you turn it up, we're going to double your cost over the allowable units that you allow to use. Okay. In the meantime, of course, uh, social credit scores and all these things come into play because they're not just going to 
uh, find you in terms of your credit. Uh, but then they'll start to limit your movement. Period. And then if that don't work, of course, you subject get a visit from RoboCop. And that's eventually what they're going to put out here on the streets. They want to do it now, but they just don't have the confidence to do it. Okay? But uh, once they get extremely comfortable with with AI, uh, and they're only using it, you know, in certain situations, but they're going to put the AI robots out here, you know, uh, the dog with the gun, that mechanical dog. Uh, that's been fitted with the automatic weapon. It ain't got paws. It's got pistols. A robot dog can see around corners and all kind of stuff because he connected to the to the drones, and the drones is watching you from the cloud, and it's sending back the information in real time based on 6G and 7G and 8G and, and 9G and all of the Gs, uh, so that RoboDog can watch you in real time wherever you go. That's not as far away as people might think. It only takes a couple of more lockdowns, okay? And they're using this stuff in piecemeal situations, like uh, three or four years, maybe a little longer than that, about five years ago, they were using the drones monitoring uh, so-called riots around the country, feeding information back to the police in real time. It's not that far removed from using the drones uh uh, along with robo dogs to do what the police used to do kill black people and when they come and ask robo dog well cuz robo dog will be autonomous he'll be able to make decisions on his own they're going to ask robo dog well why did you have to shoot this unarmed pregnant black woman in the car and tell the family bear what RoboDog is going to say. Because like RoboCop or white cop or black cop, they program to respond to certain stimuli. So when RoboDog shoots a black woman uh, that's around the corner in a stolen car, right, RoboDog corners her, and then he shoots her. So when authorities ask RoboDog, well, why did you shoot? What is he going to say, man? Uh, he just following orders. That's his job. No. He programmed. No. What that say? ain't what the cops say. What do the cops say when they shoot you and there's no justifiable reason for them shooting you? What do they say? I feared for my life. Um, well, RoboCop can't say that. The RoboDog can't say that. 
That's exactly what RoboDog is going to say because that's what he's been programmed to say, just like the human's been programmed to say it. There won't be that much difference. You see? So remember, Bev, five years ago, the articles were all over the place about robots having what? Human rights, right? Mm-hmm. You can't just treat no robot like no robot. Robots have human rights. Now, you ain't got none. All you got is some civil. <laughs> but robo dog got human rights, even though it ain't human. If these people are able to pull the wool over the people's eyes, and I'm really hopeful there, family, that they're going to have to work much harder at their game plan. <clears throat> because everywhere I look, the people saying they ain't having it. They ain't putting no mask on no more, okay? Uh, we ain't closing our businesses no more. Ain't no more lockdown. Don't even try it. Now, they trying it in the schools, but the people are saying they're not having it no more. Now, they may be running a test case with how they will uh, gain control because they need to be able to be put in an emergency measure situation. And if you look at the situation, Bear, I'm, I'm sure you've seen this or are aware of it. <coughs> in New Mexico, where this, this little midget, four feet tall, right, white governor, white girl, basically says she has the power to suspend the Constitution <laughs> under a health emergency. Check it out, Bear. Uh, ain't that with the he, pandemic? Ain't that what they did with the pandemic? They use health. Yes. But ain't no pandemic now. The pandemic for her mm-hmm. is for being killed in her state. So she arbitrarily declares a health emergency. Now, that's mm-hmm. important because that comes right out of the UN, okay? And that's why, family, again, about four or five years ago, you heard, I'm sure you heard it, these black politicians running around talking about the gangs killing each other and shooting people indiscriminately is a public health problem, not a nigga with the gun uh, insane problem, but it's a public health problem. And that's why this little midget governor, who's a communist, as you might expect, because this is their program, has declared a health emergency such that now people cannot take their guns with them, which is a constitutional right, just redetermined last year. 
the Supreme Court just ruled on this last year. But these people don't care. They have an agenda to put in place. So they're going to use the United Nations to push their agenda. Or you in, nigga? And she had all them uh, officers sitting at the table with her. And they was, I mean, they were sitting there uh, squeezing their hands and the expression on their face is like, yep. do y'all really believe this? Gonna, and they looking nervous. And I'm like, what is they doing? Both of those uh, uh, people from law enforcement sitting on either side of her came out with her making those statements and said they have no intention of even trying to enforce that <laughs> unconstitutional law. They'd be in court all the time. People ain't going for that. But she made it clear that she didn't care. She mm-hmm. says she has the authority to suspend mm-hmm. the Constitution, period. Mm-hmm. And Bear, later on, she said that she would request federal assistance. Now, what does that mean? Is she talking about the uh, National Guards or something like that? Or is she talking about the federal attorney general? What is she talking about? The military. You hit it right on the head. Mm-hmm. They used to call that martial law. Oh, that's what she's trying to bring in. That's how you bring in martial law under, under each state of emergency. You see, Bev, all this comes out of the UN. The UN has already declared gun violence as a mental health problem. And I say, yeah, some of these niggas crazy. And now you got uh, Eduardo Loco added to the mix. Okay, and if you think Eduardo, uh, that's Juan Valdez's cousin, Eduardo <laughs> Loco. Okay, if you don't think they crazy, you ain't. You really ain't paying attention. They far more crazier and more ruthless than we ever was. Okay? Uh, They've been searching for Eduardo Loco, who escaped, I think, from Philadelphia jail, Bear? Yeah, they haven't found him yet. It's been like two weeks. He out there (laughs) on the streets, on his own, Mm -hmm. and they found him two weeks. <clears throat> I saw him climbing the wall. Yeah, like Robo Dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know these people 
And more and more people starting to figure it out. Okay? So apparently somebody sent an order to Latin America to send some women up here because it's becoming too obvious with all these uh, men. men of, yeah, the army. Okay? And they paying them well. I mean, I don't know anybody in the military getting uh, $10,000 or $20,000 a month. But if you wanted to hire a mercenary army, that's about what you would pay them. You got to pay them the price that's worthy of them losing their life. And then you take care of their family if, if you do. Ain't that what they're doing to the Ukrainians? Mm-hmm. They taking government money and paying for them people's retirement, okay? Paying all their bills, giving them free housing, and you name it. While the people in this country have been hollering and screaming about a lack of affordable housing and never got it. This is what you was talking about earlier. All these homeless people has been on the streets for years. And somehow, in places like California, the streets are just never empty. Somehow, they never come up with a workable solution to deal with the homeless problem. But man, let Juan Valdez and his cousin uh, come across that border illegally. And man, look, they'll put them in police stations to sleep on the floors and building them tent cities and putting them in five-star hotels, whatever the case may be. They ain't on the street unless they want to be, at least for now. At least for now. So, all I can say is stay tuned, all right? Because one of the uh, primary instigators of this in terms of the system of white supremacy is the ADL, who's being, again, bad, busted out all over the place. I, I'm not going to go into them in detail tonight, fam, but I did see one interesting article. Uh, it's from a substack from Michael Sellenberger. And it's entitled Government Intel and Security Agencies Behind NGO Demands for More Censorship by Twitter. And of course, the epicenter for this is the EU. Well, actually, the epicenter is the UN. Remember a few years back when Obama was the president there and he tried to give control of the UN, of the uh, Internet to the United Nations and people raised holy hell. <laughs> Remember that? Mm-hmm. Well, family, you can look it up. Obama tries to give control of the Internet to the United Nations. 
And it just went back, for me, it went back to 2008 when he made sure that everybody had them cables coming in your house. They say in this article, the anti-defamation who, who is it by? I mean, what? who is, where is the article? It's, a, it's from a substack. Oh, oh okay. 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 It's by Michael Schellenberger. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, Michael Schellenberger was one of those people that were looking into the Twitter files. And, man, they, they're coming at Elon Musk in several different ways. The government is on him. ABL. Uh, yes. Uh, and the World Economic Forum uh, by way of the EU. You got a censor, man. We can't allow you to run this platform and you ain't censoring people that we tell you you got a censor under the guise anti-Semitism being on the rise. As we pointed out, that's a fraud. There is no rise in anti-Semitism. So what did they do, Bear? Right on cue, as we stated, they went and got them some more government agents and dressed them up in Nazi uniforms down there in Florida, right? (laughs) And had them march down there for about 15 minutes, and they was all over the media. Come to find out, one of the leaders admitted that he was a Ukrainian Nazi. You can't make this up, Bear. And that he was working for uh, working for the CIA. People went and checked and found out that it, surprisingly he was he was telling the truth. He said that he had fought against the Russians in Ukraine. So why is he in this country leading Nazi marches? Because the Nazis don't exist in the Ukrainian army. Even though we know that the ass-off battalion, remember them? Mm-hmm. Uh, we know they basically are the high echelon of the Ukrainian military. So you got a Jewish pedophile president, Zelensky, presiding over a Nazi military. Man, you can't make it up. The other thing that came out about this dude was that he and his comrades were down there uh, in the Capitol on January the 6th. You can't make none of this up, Bear. And this reminds me so much of the Oklahoma City bombing where you had German intelligence operatives working with Tim McVeigh and the government knew who they were and then all of a sudden they disappeared because they was working with the government. I still remember one of the dudes' name, Andreas Strassmeyer. 
pictures of him and everything. But they just act like he never existed. You ever get the feeling, babe, like we headed towards some gigantic thing happening where all this stuff gets exposed and these people will not be able to hide this stuff anymore? Because that's what it feels like to me. Yeah, I seem like what's going on now. Everything being revealed. Yes. But I'm talking where it's like the World Trade Center bombing where everybody sees it at the same time. Oh, okay. The magnitude of the exposure becomes so great that they cannot hide it anymore. Say a group of FBI agents, say a group of 15 or 20 FBI agents came out and held a press conference and, and exposed all of this stuff expose the programming of mass shooters and and them working with the ADL to set up people and all this kind of stuff and have the documents to prove it. Thing will blow the lid off of this whole thing. But so now let me go. The, um, what about the go whistleblowers that was testifying in front of the, the Senate and stuff? I mean, they did all that testifying, but I didn't see nothing come out of that. No. About one thing and one thing only. I'm talking about a host of things from uh, uh, and evidence for Joe Biden, and they got the documents to prove it, overthrow uh, the government and having the documents from the higher-ups to prove it, to programming these assassins that is somehow they seem to know all of the assassins before the assassinations take place and have the documents to prove it, that kind of thing. Not a situation where they're being told to do one particular or not to do one particular thing Okay, but a whole group of them, station chiefs, say the head of the FBI here in Chicago and two or three of his lieutenants, and the head of the FBI in Philadelphia and two or three of his lieutenants, and the head of the FBI in Boston and two or three, all of them come out at the same time and point out the improprieties of the FBI. That's what it seems like something of that magnitude is on the verge of taking place. That's just a feeling that I have. Okay. And I I tell you why I say that. Because I've never seen the ADL get attacked or being called on the carpet from the number or variety of places as they are being now. I've never seen this before. And they basically are doing battle with the, uh, who was alleged to be the richest man in the country, Elon Musk. That's a hell of a tall order. Okay? And they don't seem to be able to come at this dude. So they're looking for anything they can, including attempting to charge him with treason 
for not giving satellite information to Ukraine about uh, the Black Sea fleet of Russia's. They wanted to attempt to bomb part of the Black Sea fleet, and Elon Musk wouldn't give them the satellite that satellite data. And, of course, it pissed the warmongers off in this country and the ADL. So I guess like uh, Owens Man and Tucker Carlson and a couple of other people, they probably added him to the, to the kill list. All right? I'm just getting that feeling that we're heading towards something like that. Okay. Let me go on with this article because it's very, very interesting. All right. They say the ADL, the Center for Countering Digital Hate, the Center for Countering Digital Hate, and the Institute for Strategic Dialogue, that's the ISD, The Center for Countering Digital Hate is the CCDH. And, of course, the Anti-Defamation League is the ADL. So when I use these initials, you'll know uh, who they're talking about. They say they are non-governmental organizations, their leaders say. When they demand more censorship of online hate speech, as they're currently doing of Twitter, Those NGOs are doing it as free citizens and not as government agents. But the fact of the matter is the U.S. and other Western governments fund the ISD, the Institute for Strategic Dialogue. The U.K. government indirectly funds the CCDH, the Center for Countering Digital Hate. And at least for 40 years, the ADL spied on its enemies and shared intelligence with the U.S., Israel, and other governments. The reason all of this matters is that the ADL's advertiser boycott against Twitter may be an effort by governments to regain the ability to censor users on Twitter that they had under Twitter before Musk takeover last November. Internal Twitter and Facebook messages show that representatives of the U.S. government, including the White House, the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, as well as the U.K. government, successfully demanded that Facebook and Twitter censorship of their users over the, over the last several years. Now, what's interesting about that, Bear, is I just got through pointing out that as opposed to impeaching Biden, which to me is a waste of time or out of order, they should have focused on the FBI, Department of Homeland Security. That's my orcas. Okay. 
And the only person they left out of here was uh, the head of the Justice Department. You see? So if you uh, impeaching them, you would have been able to expose again how they work directly because now you got subpoena power. Now you can subpoena them people because they're under direct investigation of being impeached. And they would have to honor those uh, subpoenas. They say, the ADL is waging a very similar campaign against Twitter that is successfully waged against Facebook in 2020. In just three days, 800 companies, including 129 billion consumer products giant Unilever, withdrew tens of millions of dollars in ad revenue from Facebook until it agreed to the ADL's censorship demand. So what they're telling you is by virtue of saying who can and cannot say what, to whom, about what, or whatever, the ADL is basically running Facebook, and before Elon Musk took control of it, they were running Twitter. Okay? Uh, They say, quote, the Facebook cave to far-left pressure groups and now allows them to silently dictate policy in exchange for ad money, said Musk yesterday, quote, that is the relationship they've had with Twitter for many years. Presumably, they have that with all Western search or social media organizations, unquote. You see, family, still amazed that people would holler and scream because they want to be on social engineering media. It's amazing to me. I just okay. uh, I just saw a guy the other day. He was on uh, YouTube crying because he said YouTube had just uh, sent him an email. They cut him off. He, they didn't give him no explanation or something. And he said he was making $60,000 a month. He said he was getting his house uh, remodeled. And now they just cut him out, off without no warning or nothing. And he's sitting there on YouTube crying. Yep. I've heard the same stories, Bear. Mm-hmm. Okay from people who basically quit their jobs and went to work as so-called influencers on social engineering media. And they did that because they really did not understand that it was social engineering media. And it's not about being social to people. 
It's about gathering data on the people. So you're influenceable or an influencer if you're able to bring in the people to get more data, to give access to all that data to the various social engineering media organizations, uh, Elon Musk or uh, uh, Zuckerberg or all of the other social media, uh, I shouldn't say all, but the social media uh, giants, okay, as Tutmos has said ad infinitum, it's about gathering the data. So you become an influencer when you're able to so-called have millions of followers, right, which gives you access to their data, all right? Because remember, family, when you go on Facebook, whether you know it or not, you are basically giving them uh, the right to follow you, I don't know for how long a period of time. After you leave Facebook, so whatever sites you go to, after you leave Facebook, you've given permission, it's in the fine print, to go to those sites with you without you knowing it. So all the millions of people that you bring in, they get to get all that data on you and all the millions of people. Bingo. That's why they willing to pay you for it. But it's so many people that have those millions of people, or hundreds of thousands of people, they don't have no problem cutting your ass off at the kneecaps where you got a, a two million people. They don't have no problem getting twenty people that got twenty thousand followers apiece and getting their data. They don't need you. So it doesn't matter how many followers you have outside of data collection. You get out of line, they'll cut your ass off at the kneecap. They done done it over and over. Look, how many followers did Orange Man have? A lot of millions. Millions and millions. Of, they cut them off at the kneecaps, didn't they? <laughs> you see? So anybody that are relying on social media, that includes YouTube, to make your money, uh, you better invest while, uh, wisely while you can. Okay, because if you're saying anything of any relevance in the near future, they're going to cut you off at the kneecap. And I have far more respect. That's why Elon Musk is setting up a, a situation uh, where he's going to start paying people. And I would treat him the same way, with caution. All right? But that, the, the point is, none of that is really for the people. That's the point. It was created by the intelligence community to gather data on you. So they have a, a myriad of uses for that data. 
uh, one among them is mind control, programming the people. But, you know, again, it just blows my mind that people wrap their whole lives around the money that they make from social engineering media and then got to act like they're oblivious to what's going on when they've been seeing people that's got all these so-called followers getting kicked off for the last six or seven years. Where where you been? And the important thing there is you're right. They don't have to tell you nothing. They don't have to tell you why they kick you off. They just say you violated our policy. He don't even know. They didn't even tell him why, because he like he don't know what he did. What what did you know? That was what he was saying. Yeah, but that's not unusual. That happens to everybody that got kicked off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the, now he's been on there for any length of time. He already knows that. So why are you sitting there crying, bitching, and moaning? That <laughs> this is what they do. You see, you ain't got no business sitting there crying and bitching and moaning, because you know that's what they do. So that's what I don't understand, Bear. I I don't understand why people can't see what they're becoming a part of. It's not hidden. Think that they can just talk their way around the censors. It's not about what you don't say and trying to talk around them censors. Okay? Because the AI is becoming uh, much more ingrained in these systems, and even if you try to talk around it, it's going to censor you and demonetize you because it can. It ain't got to tell you nothing. <laughs> they done took off millions of people. You see, Bev, in 20, 2019, They took so many people off all at the same time, thousands and thousands of people. I'm thinking somewhere around 80,000 people they took off in one swoop at one time, 80,000. And AI don't have no heart, so it didn't skip a beat. What's 80,000? Next to a billion people. They don't need you. You may think you're important, but you're not. So, again, Bev, I don't have very much sympathy for people crying about losing their livelihood because if you're going to go on these social engineering media platforms, then you should do that in lieu of getting kicked off. 
because you're saying anything of any consequence, that's what you got coming. If you ain't saying nothing, then hey, more power to you. But when they kick off 80,000 people in one day, I ain't talking over a period of time. I'm talking in one day. So they got influence with people who will support Orange Man. So damn it, they got to go. And they went. Uh, again, but was this person black or white? Black, a black guy. Okay, he's sitting there crying. Yeah, crocodile tears. Unbelievable. He one of the ones that gave up his job and became an influencer. He's making 60000 a month. He ain't never made that kind of money before. Of course not. And see, Bear, I'd rather ask the family for an accumulative 500 okay, <clears throat> as a beggar than to become independent, independently wealthy for a short period of time. On YouTube, okay. Now, if he took that sixty thousand dollars a month and made it grow into six million, then it's it's worth it. But who does that, Bill? Because we haven't been taught economic, we haven't been taught finances. If he's making sixty thousand a month, <clears throat> he spent thousand a month. Yeah. He don't see it stopping. How can it possibly stop me making all this money at one time? It can't stop, right? That's what he's thinking. Can stop. And it did stop. And he ain't the only one. I know of situations where people had 10 million so-called followers. 10 million. And the next thing you know, they were gone. And guess what? Mm-hmm. Ain't, ain't no call in the police. You can uh, dispute through them of being kicked off, but they ain't got to tell you nothing. And ain't no need to trying to go to Congress because that's why they're able to do that, because Congress allows them to do it. Yeah. You see, the body politic at work. It's a merry-go-round. And it's being run by the ADL. So as soon as the ADL found out that Robert McGillicuddy was really Robert X, they probably kicked me off so so quick, Deb. I have skid marks. <laughs> no, nah, they got marks a, on my ass. <laughs> they have a, a wanted picture of you. You know how they used to do in the cowboy days? Put the they wouldn't even let you get on there. <laughs> Absolutely, but they play on that because it's all psychological. They play on 
you doing just what most people will do. Make 60000 a month, and don't see that big old booger bear behind that <laughs> 60000 and think that you're going to uh, make 60000 the next month, so you go out here and get you $120,000 worth of debt because you're making 60000 a month. And that's what he was crying about, because he said the people was fix, fixing on his house as he speaks. See? See? That's how it works. Now, there ain't very much difference in that in you having a job that you have to rely on. Mm-hmm. And the, the job is connected to BlackRock in their... Mm-hmm. What, ESG system. You see? So you get out of line uh, as a corporation with the corporate booger bath, and it does the same thing that Facebook just did. All right? It puts pressure on you economically such that if you need a widget from Company C, BlackRock uh, controls the retirement account and the investment of the company that makes uh, these widgets. And now all of a sudden you can't get the widgets to put your product together, you see? So that's why the real system of white supremacy it's far more dangerous, far more dangerous than what people really understand. Far more and, dangerous. And I, and I asked a few uh, family members who had they 401, what was it under, and they all was BlackRock. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be BlackRock, State Street, or Van, Vanguard, one of those three. Mm-hmm. But again, that's on the people. That's on the people. There's no excuse for people in 2023 not to know what BlackRock is engaged in because they're not hiding it. But if but most people don't, you know, if you hadn't have been talking about it, you know, I wouldn't have knew about that because I wouldn't. Most people don't be looking at that. And when I did mention and I asked them about their 401 and they looked and saw whose name was on there and I gave them a little information and had to, you know, told them to go check it out. They, yeah. uh, most people don't pay that no attention. Now is the time to pay that attention. Yeah. There's a time for everything. Yeah. Yeah. So they can be excused for not knowing before. Ain't no excuse they for don't not knowing. Know. Right. So now they can whisper to the people that they know, you know, BlackRock is doing A, B, C, D, and E. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. LGBTP stuff. Okay? They're the ones that's pushing this agenda. <laughs> and you know, all these people that run these agencies like 
Black Rock and State Street, you know, they all Jewish. And, you know, they was really pushing for the companies because the government couldn't do it. They were behind the push to make the corporations have their employees get vaccinated. Otherwise, they wouldn't have no job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're using your money to do that. Using your money to kick your ass. Now, that's something that you might want to know. Now, you might not want to know it, but at this particular point in time, what you don't know will get you killed. And you see, there really is no excuse because all of them got them phones with them computers in it, and all you got to do is punch it in. So running around here playing the stupid role don't work no more. You have to take a little bit of initiative on your own. Okay? What you don't know, it used to say, you know, we're coming up. What you don't know won't hurt you. By the 1980s, we had changed that. We said what you don't know will get you killed. Yeah. And now people can see it. And that's why the ADL and other organizations like it, like their two co-partners here, the CCDH and the ISD, one of them being financed by the U.S., the other one being financed by the U.K., Okay, they all got these fake fronts with the names, but the governments of the UK and the United States is really the one financing them, pushing them. And you think the government is your friend. Let me go on with this article, Bear, because we'll never get there. They say... It's possible that there's been an increase in hate on Twitter since Musk bought the company, okay? Then they go on to say, but there's no good evidence of that. The public has debunked claims by ISD and CCDH of an increase. And researchers have repeatedly debunked the ADL's claim of rising anti-Semitism for years. In 2009, an Israeli filmmaker found that the ADL could not support its claim of an anti-Semitism crisis. NPR, in a review of the film, quote, when he presses ADL staffers for evidence to back up their claims of a sharp spike in North American anti-Semitism in 2007, they can only offer, or they can offer only uh, uh, transgressions, uh, one transgression, okay? They say, 11 years later, Leo Leibowitz, noted in the tablet that the ADL 
had for a report counted hundreds of thousands, hundreds of threatening calls to Jewish community centers made by a mentally troubled Israeli teenager. Now, you know, we dealt with this, I think, last week or week before last, Bear, with this one little Jewish guy making all of these calls, and then we found out his mama uh, was connected to Israeli intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, the chosen people ain't above none of this. Okay? They do this stuff all the time. And when you go back and you really go back to the to the seventies and eighties, man, they had Arabs that was really Israelis. And they didn't change their names to Arab names because they looked just like them. Okay? Particularly if they didn't grew up in that area. Alright? So uh, Josh Goldenstein very easily becomes uh, Islamo Ibubu. Okay? Israeli, uh, I'm sorry, Arab terrorist. And this is what they've been doing for a long, long time and getting caught. But they got get out of jail free card. Every year, 9 11 come and go. And every year you hear people eating around the edges of who did it. Okay? They say, whoa, uh, what, what was it, 17 of the 19 hijackers came from Saudi Arabia? But they bombed Iraq and invaded Afghanistan. Is there a disconnection? <laughs> So we just left it again yesterday, and as I perused around to see what certain people was going to be saying in commemoration of it, they was eating all around that whole who did it thing. And when they would run across things like uh, where there was a bunch of dancing Israelis that were featured on ABC News, where they were absolutely celebrating the bombing, of the Twin Towers and that they had been under FBI surveillance, they were kept in jail for 30 days because they were celebrating. They had the cameras and everything uh, waiting to shoot the photographs of the so-called planes flying into the World Trade Center. That was on ABC News. And then when it got to that point in a discussion, and I heard more than one, all of a sudden, the conversation stopped and switched. (laughs) And the same thing with the CIA and their involvement with it. Went all the way up to Dick Cheney and others having prior knowledge along with Israel, having prior knowledge. They should have had prior knowledge. All of a sudden, the whole thing just changed. The discussion changed. It ended right there like it just fell off. Can't talk about that. Can't talk about the people that was behind it. To this day, 
Do you realize there's been nobody uh, put uh, on trial and convicted for that? No, it was just some crazy Arabs with box cutters. Let me go back to this article. They say 11 years later, Leo Leibowitz noted in the tablet that the ADL had for a report, quote, counted hundreds blah, 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 threatening calls to the Jewish community centers made by a mentally retarded uh, Israeli teenager. You have to read the report's fine print to learn that the number of violent attacks against Jews that year had actually decreased by 47%. It had decreased by half, yet the ADL is running around talking about there was a dramatic increase in anti-Semitism, and most of the increase was by an Israeli teenager who they say was mentally retarded. But that don't stop the ADL from raising millions and millions of dollars along with the Southern Poverty Law Center under uh, the dramatic increase in anti-Semitism. They're going to say the ADL, ISD, and CCDH have not presented any good evidence that offensive speech online directly causes, quote, hate-motivated violence, unquote, nor that censorship prevents it. They go on to say, the ADL's main goal is supposed to be stopping the defamation of the Jewish people, but the organization is using the legacy of anti-Semitism and the Holocaust to justify unrelated sensorial advocacy work. This is exploitative, and it is defamatory to say that Jews in general need and favor censorship. Many Jews on both the left and the right have argued that the ADL does not represent their interests by claiming to speak for all Jewish people while demanding highly unpopular policies. The ADL may be inadvertently driving anti-Semitism. As troubling as these highly partisan ideological biases are, what's more dangerous are the past and present ties between the ADL, ISD, CCDH, and government, particularly security and intelligence organizations, which we detail below. Neither the ADL, ISD, nor CCDH responded to multiple requests for more information or an interview. While we have yet to uncover documented proof of conspiracy by the intelligence and security agencies of the U.S. and British government to censor citizens, there's sufficient evidence to merit an investigation by members of Congress and the British Parliament. And as we've already told you, family, it ain't going to happen. Why? Because most of the Republican Party and all of the Democratic Party are fully on the payroll. Okay, it's not going to happen. If you want to see that happen, you will have to change 
90% of the politicians in Washington and work your way down from there to your local political body. There is no other way for that to change. Okay? Because they are fully on board with the communist slash technocratic agenda that is being put into place right now. And I just say, if they don't know about it, then they're derelict in their duty. Therefore, they cannot represent you accurately if they don't know about any of this stuff. Because every other word that come out their mouth in 2023 should be Klaus Schwab, George Soros, Bill Gates, etc. Now, if those things aren't coming out their mouths, then they're playing you like a fiddle. This is from the Off Guardian. Let me show you what I mean, family, because you got to understand, family, uh, you not in. What you in is trouble, family. Okay? I have the book uh, about the World Economic Forum, but I know if I go to that book, <clears throat> It's going to give me the same thing because I've read it. It's going to give me the same thing that these articles are giving me. And this is much easier on you to go pull these articles up and see for yourself because none of this stuff is happy. It's, it's, it's hidden. And one of the things you're going to find is you're going to hear a lot of the phrases that you hear the Democratic Party using over and over and have been using for years, decades even. You just didn't pay it any attention, like what you were talking about with BlackRock, Bear. Right. This is from Off Guardian. Let me show you what I mean. This is from Off Guardian, offguardian.org. Own nothing and be happy. The Great Reset's vision of the future, World Economic Forum video, tells us about the plans for humanity. In the year 2030, I know that's a long title, own nothing and be happy. The Great Reset's vision of the future, World Economic Forum's video, tells us about the plans for humanity in the year 2030. If I had to look that up, I would put the Great Reset's vision of the future, WEF, Dot, 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 dot. And you'll probably get the rest of it. You shouldn't have to put all that in your search engine. Here's what they say. Driven by the vision of its influential CEO, Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum is the main driving force for the dystopian Great Reset, a tectonic shift that intends to change how we live, work, and interact with each other. The Great Reset entails a transformation of society resulting in permanent restrictions on fundamental liberties and mass surveillance as entire sectors are sacrificed to boost the monopoly and hegemony of pharmaceutical corporations, high-tech big data giants, Amazon, 
Google, major global chains, the digital payments sector, biotech concerns, etc. Using COVID-19 lockdown to push through this transformation under the guise of a fourth industrial revolution in which older enterprises are to be driven to bankruptcy or absorbed into monopolies, shutting down huge sections of the pre-COVID economy. Economies are being restructured and many jobs will be carried out by AI-driven machines. They're going to say, oh, let me see. They say, a happy, smiling face in this particular uh, video that they mentioned earlier is depicted while a drone delivers a product to a household, no doubt ordered online and packaged by a robot in a giant Amazon warehouse. Quote, no humans were involved in manufacturing, packaging, or delivering this product, unquote. Rest assured, it's a virus and bacteria, rest assured, it's virus and bacteria free because even in 2030, they will need to keep the fear narrative alive and well to maintain full-spectrum dominance over the population. They say the jobless, and there's going to be a bunch of them, could be placed on some kind of universal basic income and have their debt, okay, uh, written off in return for handling their assets in return for handing their assets to the state, or more precisely, financial institutions helping them to drive this great reset. I know people were tripping out about Nasara, and I forget how, I think the other one is Jisara. Anyway, Bev, you might recall years ago when shortly after I first got on here, I started getting questions about that, but I go back to that stuff back to the uh, 1990s, the early 1990s, when I started hearing about Nasara, where people ain't going to have no more debts and all the debts going to be forgiven. But they never asked, at what price? Because mm-hmm. you weren't taught to ask, at what price? And who's really behind it? Because I can't tell you how much time I went down that rabbit hole looking to find out who was behind it. And you never can. Okay? Well, that can't be uh, not connected from this because that's doing the exact same thing that they were going to be doing. Okay? Uh, You'll be given a Universal basic income, because there ain't going to be no more jobs, but along with that will come your social credit score. See, that ain't here in this uh, piece here. 
but we got to be able to put that in there so you can understand that your universal basic income is going to be based upon your behavior. It's behavior modification, like Skinner and all those guys in the 1960s, right? Pavlov's dog, all right, using a computer system to implement, that's why we call social media, social engineering media, psychological control systems to alter your behavior, okay? And, of course, uh, with a heavy emphasis on the elevation of technology to be used in conjunction with the psychology. That's why they call it a technocracy, not democracy. Okay? They say the World Economic Forum says the public will rent everything they require, stripping the right of ownership under the guise of sustainable consumption and saving the planet. Of course, the tiny elite who rolled out this great reset will own everything. Hundreds of millions around the world deemed surplus to requirements are to be robbed or are currently being robbed of their livelihood. Every movement and purchases are to be monitored, and our main dealings will be online, okay? The plan for individual citizens could reflect the strategy to be applied to nation states, for instance. The World Bank Group President, David Malpas, stated that poor countries will be helped to get back on their feet after the various lockdowns that have been implemented. This help will be on condition that neoliberal reforms and the undermining of public services are implemented embedded. Okay. They say, On April 20th, the Wall Street Journal ran the headline, IMF World Bank Faced Deluge of Aid Requests from Developing World. Scores of countries are asking for bailouts and loans from financial institutions with $1.2 trillion to lend, an ideal recipe for fueling dependency. They used to call it welfare when I was coming up, but it's on a global level. In return for debt relief or support, global conglomerate, conglomerates, along with the likes of Bill Gates, will be able to further dictate national policies and hollow out the remnants of nation-state sovereignty. That's where we're heading right now. That's why the court is in office. What will happen to our so? What will happen to our? social, and personal identity. Is that to be eradicated in the quest of commodified and standardized human behavior? What will happen to our social, personal identity? Is that to be eradicated in the quest to commodify and standardize human behavior in everything we do? The billionaire class pushing this agenda 
think they can own nature and all humans and control both through deep geoengineering the atmosphere, genetically modifying soil microbes, or doing a better job than nature by producing biosynthesized fake food in the lab. They're not only going to produce biosynthesized fake food, they're going to be biosynthesized with a touch of technology, fake people. That's, that's just to make sure. Going on. Yeah, but that's just to make sure that, that you don't you don't outlive mm-hmm. your lifespan. Your lifespan mm-hmm. is going to be sixty. That's what Rahm Emanuel's brother said. Everybody that lives uh, once once you get sixty, because <clears throat> it's right out of Brave New World. Uh, you will be uh, taken to a a particular place <clears throat> where you will be given a substance, and you will lay down and die, uh, probably to be turned into soil and green. That's your cutoff point once you get to 60. That's it. Up to that point, you can party and dance and, and shout and have a good old time, as long as you do what you're told and don't think outside of the box because all thinking will be monitored. Okay? So now, they say, they think they can bring history to a close and reshape what it means to be human. By 2030, cold dystopian visions that wants to eradicate thousands of years of culture, tradition, and practices overnight. Okay, family? They go on to say, if we go back to the 1950s, it's interesting to note Union Carbide's corporate narrative based on a series of images that depicted the company as a hand of God coming out of the sky to solve some of the issues facing humanity. One of the most famous images is of the hand pouring the firm's agrochemicals on Indian soils as if traditional farming practices were somehow backward. Despite well-publicized claims to the contrary, This chemical-driven approach did not lead to higher food production, according to the paper, New Histories of the Green Revolution. However, it has had long-term devastating ecological, social, and economic consequences. Okay? They say, what we are seeing in 2020 is an acceleration of such processes in terms of food and agriculture, traditional farming in places like India will be under increasing pressure from big tech giants and agribusiness to open up to lab-grown foods, GMOs, genetically engineered soil microbes, data harvesting tools, and drones and other disruptive technologies. They say, 
the Great Reset includes farmerless farms being, being manned by driverless machines monitored by drones and doused with chemicals to produce commodity crops from patented GMCs for industrial biomatter to be processed and constituted into something resembling food. What will happen to the farmers? Post-COVID, or after the COVID, the World Bank talks about helping countries get back on track and return for structural reform. Are tens of millions of smallholder farmers to be enticed from their land in return for individual debt relief and universal basic income? The displacement of these farmers and the subsequent destruction of rural communities and their cultures was something the Gates Foundation once called for and cynically termed, quote, land mobility, unquote. Cut through the euphemisms, and it's clear that Bill Gates and the other incredibly rich individuals behind the Great Reset is an old-fashioned colonialist who supports the time-possessive strategies of imperialism, whether this involves mining, appropriating and commodifying pharma knowledge, accelerating the transfer of research and seed to corporations, or facilitating intellectual property piracy and seed monopolies created through IP laws and seed regulations. In places like India, that's still pretty much agrarian, where the land of these already heavily indebted farmers then be handed over to the tech giants, the financial institutions, and global agribusinesses to churn out their high-tech, data-driven GM industrial sludge? Is this part of the own nothing, be happy, a bland, brave new world being promoted by the World Economic Forum? With the link completely severed between food production, nature, and culturally embedded beliefs that give meaning and expression to life, we will be left with the individual human who exist on lab-based food, who is reliant on income from the state, and who is stripped of satisfying, re- satisfying productive endeavor in genuine self-fulfillment. They close by saying this, the massive technocratic transformation currently envisaged regards humans as commodities to be controlled and monitored just like the lifeless technological drones and AI being promoted. But don't worry. You will be propertyless and happy in your open prison of mass unemployment, state dependency, track and chip 
health passport, cashlessness, mass vaccination, and dehumanization. And for me, Sister Bear family, what that really adds up to, you in, nigga? Trouble. It wouldn't be so bad, Bear family, if the politicians didn't know this, fully bought in, and their role is to make sure if you ain't in, you get in, and you stay in, okay? <coughs> uh, forget getting in where you fit in. You not in, okay? The only thing you in, tell you why I come to that conclusion, family. Let's go to Leo Holman. The culling of humanity is about to accelerate, taking many children and young adults as the doctors, politicians, and preachers remain silent. I'll read that again, and then get me a drink of water. Because some of us think that we are uh, blessed and highly favored. You're in trouble. Yeah, don't worry, family. This is a... uh, Bisphenol free water bottle. Ain't no bisphenol A in there. So you ain't going to take a drink and turn into a gum. (coughs) All right. So let me give you this title again. Culling, that means reducing, killing, etc. The culling of humanity is about to accelerate, taking many children and young adults as the doctors, politicians, and preachers remain silent. Okay? And y'all all know that that's what we all experienced uh, when it came with the fake virus. If you really want to see some family, go back and revisit the atmosphere and some of the things that were being said and the scare tactics and fear that was used to uh, pretty much make people take the venom. Otherwise, they were going to take your children, uh, put you in concentration camps, uh, make you pay extra money for your health care, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Totally dehumanizing people that didn't get the venom. Okay? Funny how that was just two years ago. Two years later, uh, many people have uh, have awakened, and you can't make them take this stuff now. Okay. Anyway, again, this from LeoHoman. dot com. Here's what they say: Readers of this website know that theirs doesn't begin to tell the whole story. It's talking about the above uh, paragraphs where they're talking about the number of people that died 
and how the VAERS, which is the Vaccine Adverse Effects Reporting System, didn't really uh, have all of the data because many of the doctors discouraged the nurses uh, and other employees from sending in the information to VAERS to add to the number of people that really died from the venom. Okay? Anyway, he says that VAERS doesn't begin to tell the whole story. The deaths and disabling injuries listed there only represent 1% of the actual numbers due to the propensity of doctors to not report most of the devastation they see being caused by their partners in Big Pharma. And you all know the score about the hospitals and the doctors being paid to kill the people. These are facts, okay? But there's a reason that they did it, family. People will never trust doctors again in this country. It'll never be the way it once was. That's by design because they don't need doctors anymore, family. The robot uh, can do all of the surgeries, all right? The AI can do the diagnosis in advance, years in advance, okay, and tell you to come back uh, and catch a particular malady uh, before it even starts to grow tumor or whatever, get it at its onset, all right? But again, that's going to uh, require that you basically adhere to a certain criteria yourself. That's why you're still alive, why you're still human. Once they begin to modify you with the technology, uh, all bets are off. Anyway, they're going to say, taken together from nations around the world, these deaths by injection will add up to a genocide of untold magnitude, a mass culling that fulfills the purposes of a Malthusian clan of globalist elites. Uh, again, for those of you who don't know, just Google Robert Malthus, M-A-L-T-H-U-S. We've dealt with a man in Finitum for years on this program. Okay. How can this be happening, you ask? And who are these elites? Many of these called elites are Luciferian, but plenty of others are just plain greedy. Still others remain silent and go along out of self-preservation. They don't want to risk being canceled and jeopardize their comfortable lifestyles. Thanks to the consolidation in the healthcare industry that was accelerated by Obamacare, most doctors today are just employees. They work for a paycheck. That means they're easily controlled. And what about the politicians? Won't the Republicans change this when they take over in January? That's unlikely. The genocide uh, we see playing out is so evil that I find it difficult to comprehend how anyone in politics is able to talk about any other issue. Okay? He says, I typed, quote, died days after receiving jab, Pfizer, Moderna, unquote, into my search engine, and I turned up pages of articles about people dying, usually days or weeks after they had been jabbed. Soaring inflation, as painful as it is, 
represents nothing compared to the pain and confusion so many must be feeling when their mother, father, spouse, sibling, friend, or their nine-year-old son or daughter dies suddenly and unexpectedly days or weeks after being jabbed. They're healthy one day and gone the next. And yet, it's the forbidden subject. No politician really wants to talk about it, be they conservative or liberal. That's still pretty much the case to this day with the exception of a small group of Republicans. Again, family, these people are talking about more shots for the children in school, right, if they go to public school. And not one of these politicians is saying anything about it. They go on to say, their silence plays into the hands of the globalists who are behind this dark depopulation scheme. Remember what Jesus said about these evildoers, quote, it's better for him if a millstone is hung around his neck and he's thrown into the sea than that he may cause one of these little ones to sin. Unquote. They hate children because they hate humanity. And most of all, they hate the creator of humanity. These elites always hated humanity. But they put up with us because they needed us to operate their factories, fight their wars, clean their mansions, harvest their food, make sure the trains run on time. With the advances in gene editing, artificial intelligence, and computer algorithms, they now have robots who can do all of those tasks uh, often better and more reliably than human beings. The crops that used to be picked in the fields can now be grown in the laboratory through CRISPR gene editing. Okay. Uh, Bear, what's the term that they use? Uh, to describe people who are allowed to go out and go to work, to Walmart, et cetera, during the lockdown? Oh, they were the um, essentials. Yeah. In other words, most of the people are not necessary. That's Mm -hmm. what they were telling you. It was getting you to accept that you are not necessary. Okay. It was the ambulance drivers and stuff and certain truck drivers, certain people, yeah. Yes. They told you to take your ass home because you're really not Mm -hmm. necessary. And I think for the first people in this country in particular begin to understand just how valuable they really are. Fact of the matter is, you're not. Okay? Most of the jobs in this country are service industry jobs. They did that purposely. They talked about it all throughout the 60s and the 70s. They began to put it in place in the 70s. Okay? So they're very aware of what they're doing. All right? Because they don't need people. You're nothing more than unnecessary carbon units. In spite of how important you think you are. 
don't matter if you can uh, play a play a game of baseball, basketball. Put that's nothing. That's that's essentially totally irrelevant. Once you see this thing in terms of the real world, all that is to keep you distracted. Okay, has no relevance. I don't care how big and strong you think you are. Irrelevant. If don't nobody go to them football games, you see how irrelevant you really are. And that's exactly what happened during the lockdown. They had fake uh, audience noise, okay? You had these fake people sitting up there hollering and screaming who call themselves announcers trying to make this nonsense seem real. And then they gave a fake award to a fake basketball team who couldn't beat a, a real basketball team if their life depended on it with a in a fake environment with no people. And you bought it. Uh, and I just want to say that in 13 minutes, we go into the telephone. The number is 323-642-1586. Push the number one if you uh, have a question or comment. And Dr. Robert X do have a GoFundMe page, and you can see it on the Truth to Power page. So please send a donation for the information that he's given us. We're at the UN now, so he's uncovering what's going on uh, at the UN with us, with you niggas in trouble. So thank you, Dr. Robert X. Absolutely. And I'm using that word because that's how they view you. I don't care how big your ass, sister. I don't care how big your and shapely your ass is. You are non-essential. When they shut down the economy, they shut your big ass down. You couldn't go nowhere and perform nobody. Wasn't no booty shaking nowhere. I'm sorry, rump shaking. Wasn't no rump shaking going on. Okay, so that's the reality. It ain't about what's in your bed. It's about what's in your head. And if you ain't got nothing in your bed, damn what you, if you ain't got nothing in your head, it don't really matter what you got in your bed. Okay, they're going to say on top, on top of the technological advances that allowed them to replace us and kill us with machines, the mass culling of humanity is also needed in their eyes, because they believe the rapid advances in technology will allow them to live much longer. They're transitioning, they tell us, from one species to another, from human to transhuman. If they think they can live to 125 or 150, that means they'll need to get rid of those of us they consider to be, quote, useless eaters, unquote, in order to preserve the valuable resources for themselves. This great reset really is all about resources. As Yuval Noah Harari has, state, has openly stated, the problem is not that there are too many people, but that we have too many useless and unproductive people who have no value in the new digital economy. The need for a mass culling of the population fits purpose perfectly with the Malthusian ideas ideas held by globalist power elites 
who think they're going to live forever. These ideas are based on the teachings of the 19th century English philosopher slash cleric Robert uh, Thomas Malthus, who believed the Earth's population must be brought into balance with the supply of food and other natural resources. That's called sustainable development, family. Okay? They say, plenty of evidence that fossil fuels like oil and natural gas actually replenish themselves under the Earth's surface. The Rockefeller clan was the first to refer to oil, gas, and coal as fossil fuels, likely because they were followers of Malthus and wanted to give the impression that these resources were finite and scarce. The truth is that oil and gas are plentiful and should therefore be cheap. But if they were cheap, folks like the Rockefellers in the bushes would now become billionaires. So the lies continue. Killing off a few billion humans has always been part of the plan. The Kissinger Report, published in 1974, was one of the first official documents advocating a depopulation scheme, and there's been a never-ending avalanche of such reports by the globalists since that time calling for a vastly smaller global population. The Georgia Guidestones, which recently made the news when they were mysteriously blown to bits and then leveled, called for a world population, quote, continuously in balance with nature, unquote, and limited to no more than 500 million people, down from the current 7.5 billion. Depopulation fits the strategy for one world control over all resources embodied in the United Nations Agenda 2030 Sustainable Development Goals. So why wouldn't the globalist power elites engage in eugenics and genocide? The problem with waging biological warfare has always been how do you deliver the weapon in an efficient manner? Okay. They're going to say, in steps, the corrupt global media, now controlled by about six or seven major corporations with interlapping owners, and the problem is solved. You simply instruct your media lapdogs to unleash the biggest propaganda campaign the world has ever seen and pay them handsomely to do it with money from government ads and from foundations like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and presto, you convince the ignorant masses to have the bioweapon injected directly into their bodies. Anyone who doubts this and puts their trust in the governments of the world or their corporate partners in the media, all of whom have proven themselves to be mere pawns of the Davos elites personified by Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, Noah Harari, and the World Economic Forum, surely has their heads buried in the sand. 
Harari says his favorite book is Brave New World. How telling. Aldous Huxley wrote Brave New World to show us how an elite class of technocrats would one day rise up and run a centrally planned authoritarian system that manages all human activity. And when the people in this future dystopian society reached an age when they were no longer productive or useful to the system, they were given a drug that put them to sleep forever. No one other than the elites was allowed to live past the age of 60 in Harari's favorite book, The Brave New World. These people are ruthless. But what I love about Harari is, unlike most of the globalist elite, he doesn't try to deceive us into thinking the outcome of their, their agenda will be in any way benevolent or that these monsters have any sort of altruistic motives. He comes right out and tells us what motivates their actions. They want to dominate and enslave us. It's about power and control. We must know our enemy and the depth of depravity of the individuals we're dealing with. If we're going to break, uh, if we're going to break them, it will take steadfast resistance and courage to stand up speak out, and learn to live with the consequences. We must learn to live outside of their systems. That will require us working together, not against each other. The more people we can convince to join us, the better off we'll be. But even if it turns out that we cannot defeat them, they will be stopped by the hand of God. He will not stand back for long and let the world be taken over by Luciferian killers and deceivers. You know something, bad, family? I know this stuff sounds like it comes straight out of a comic book. No, because okay. it sounds like that's what we're going through now. That is exactly what we're going through now. But unless something has changed drastically there from two or three years ago, okay, because remember, two or three years ago, and some of these same people were running around with three, four masks on their head, in cars, by themselves, okay? And that's because fear is an extremely powerful motivator. And I didn't know that, that it was that powerful until the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Many people didn't know, but bad family. The United Nations is really the epicenter of the fear. And when you become aware that you got people like Prince Bernhard, who come straight out of the Nazis, okay, uh, he's directly connected to uh, what went on and what goes on at the UN. He's the uh, founding member of the Bilderberg Group. Okay? Prince Bernhard of the Netherlands. And you look today at what the Netherlands just did 
and basically telling the farmers that they had to literally stop producing food and get off of their farms because the government was coming at them. Okay? This is today, right now, in other words. He's long gone. He's dead. But his legacy is very much alive and still operable through the United Nations and by extension the Bilderberg Group and another uh, rarely talked about but extremely dangerous institution, among others, the World Wildlife Fund. Okay? That sounds like something that goes out and makes sure that people don't kill the animals and things like that, right? Nothing Mm -hmm. could be further that is not what the World Wildlife Fund is about. Okay? But it has the cover necessary to do as my people used to say, it's devilment. All right? The bottom line is to get as many countries to rubber stamp UN policies because when you look at the UN, you see all them different color faces, right? All them different color faces making you or giving you the illusion that all of these people are working together for the common good of humanity. Facts are that the UN Security Council primarily dictates policy. And all them different color faces ain't sitting on that UN Security Council. And it is as Luciferian, demonic, and satanic as any uh, 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 occult-driven uh, organization, I don't care what it is, that you'll ever acquaint yourself with. It is a very, very evil place. And you can see it today, okay? If you want to, you can see it. That World Health Organization is trying to get universal authority to shut down any country they want, just like the governor of New Mexico just tried to do the very same thing because under the United Nations dominance, There's no such thing as sovereignty. All they have to do is to declare a health emergency, and that gives them the authority to take over your government if you allow it. That's why the governor of Mexico tries guns under a health emergency. The United Nations will try to do it under the same premise, but it will last longer than the 30 days that this little munchkin idiot tried to do in New Mexico. Go ahead, man. Oh, she did. She oh, that's why she just doing it for thirty days. I missed thirty days, time. but she can uh, come right back after thirty days and extend it mm-hmm. for another thirty days. Oh, so she can just keep do, adding thirty days on top of thirty days. Exactly, which is mm-hmm. what Biden them tried to do. Mm-hmm. They forced him to shut it down in terms of attempting to make people take the venom on May the 11th of 2023, just a few months ago. 
Some of you may recall that. Okay? So, these people are diabolical. All right? And when I call her a munchkin, she's four feet tall. I told you all these are little people. A lot of these, the overwhelming majority of these people are very little people who are attempting to take over the world. All right? Uh, it's like they're elves or something, family. Now, I'm looking for uh, a small article here because I know we're about out of time here. Well, we over time. Oh, wow. Okay, well, let me shut up and let's go to the family. We'll pick up this tomorrow. I thought we were going to finish. I- I'm going to stop running my mouth tomorrow and get as much of this stuff in here as I possibly can because we still haven't got to the C-40 cities. That's right now, today and tomorrow, okay? If you want to get ahead of me, just Google C-40 cities and take a look at the list of so-called mayors who are on this thing. Understand, family, uh, you in trouble. I'm going to leave it right there, Beth. We can take some comments. Okay. All right. Uh, 
And and, no that, and that's what I see when I see black people up there. I don't see anybody with any guts whatsoever. None. No, they're stepping outside of what they're being told to say and do because they either died in the wood Democrats or died in the wood Republicans. And you have to take this into account. Those people that are sent up there, they sent up there by people in, in our community. And our community yep. would dare not send any other type of person up there because that's who they are. Who yeah. you see up there is who the black community is. They, they yep. are a direct yep. reflection. What was that? No, I, said I can't argue with that. The only, the only thing I would add, Mike, is that luckily small numbers of people in the black community vote. So there's still hope in all those people who don't vote. They don't vote right, for a reason. Right. Right. Because they see right. And what's up? But here's the thing, though, Rob. Even mm-hmm. though most of us may not participate, we're mm-hmm. being drugged along in that process by those that do. That's true. Okay. And we just describe those that do and how they vote. So yep. it's, it's really like six in one hand, half dozen in the other is not good. If we could all withdraw from participating in that garbage, then we could probably get some level of respect and get yep. something done, too, to get us to participate, which I would just be totally against anyway. I don't see giving any support. This is a criminal operation, and everybody up there is a criminal, and I don't support criminal activity, period. Well, I'm going to add this, Mike. It's never been more apparent right in everybody's face the last few years how politicians who went that went to Congress with thirty nine dollars and fifty seven cents now got a hundred and fifty million dollars. They wear thirty thousand dollar dresses claiming to be poor and representing the poor, but they wear thirty thousand dollar dresses. Okay? Yeah. It's never been more apparent. I know, I know who you're talking about, too. Yeah, these people are not representative of the average person out here on the street. Not at all. Well, they may not be, Rob, but it's the average person on the street that sent them there. And I'm going to say that they're probably just as intelligent. Yep. Hotel. Huh? Have a good one. Next caller. Hotel. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. All right. Better love. General. All right. How y'all You're be? Lying. How y'all be? No, y'all we, 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 we be good. Uh, hey, good. man. It's all good, Sister Bill. It's all good. Before I get to uh, the main thing I'll call back, this damn spike protein ain't no joke, y'all. I'm telling y'all, Uh-oh. man. Even the ones that, that didn't take the shot like us, man. Okay. Yeah. I know two cases. Well, uh, somebody was a teacher, and he didn't get that shot. He went to work, and one of them snakes was spitting and talking all on him. His ass got real sick, man. Okay? And I know yeah. another case. Somebody went around their family members, man. And especially their family members are all old and took that took that uh, snake venom. They went to laughing and joking and spitting on the person. The person got real freaking sick, man. Yeah. Blood pressure went up and started throwing the fuck up. 
okay, and they finally realized to them what had happened. They went around their family member, and they got spit on, man. Particularly if you got the same DNA, somebody in your family, hey, it ain't nothing nice, man. This spike building, man, they ain't got to shoot up no goddamn body no more. Everybody got it, man. You go around somebody, you say spit on your ass, you got it, bro. This ain't no joke, man. All this laughing and joking and stick feet the niggas. Okay, and I sent y'all something about uh, 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 these directed images about targeting individuals. I hope y'all open it up and look like it, man. Okay, we are all targeting individuals, all right? Some people are aware of it, like me, and some not. But they got the damn one. I got the patent number to all that shit. You, Robert, and Sister Bam, I hope y'all open that shit up and look. Check it out. All right? All right, it's the three pages, man. It got the pad number, the doctor that did it, and what the desired effect is. And, mm-hmm. and one of them, it got turned motherfuckers in the goddamn uh, called the ventriloquist effect, man. Okay? What mm-hmm. it is is make voices emanate from individuals who do not intend or realize it. Called the yeah. ventriloquist effect. Okay? So this yeah. shit ain't no joke, man. I could tell when some people keep saying the same shit, the stupid shit, they don't got hit with that bop gun, man. And y'all yeah. wonder why all this fratricide going on, man? This is the reason why, man. Okay? So I advise y'all, y'all been looking up and read this shit. If y'all don't want to tell nobody about this shit, all these packs, they got all kind of shit, man. This shit broke, pissed me off, man. Transmit sound. The auditory cortex of mammals, birth, a remote applied microwave. Man, this shit is ain't no joke, man. It explains everything why people acting a damn fool, man. Oh, and yeah. They don't even realize it. You might recall. it to y'all. Huh? No, I was just going to say, you might recall, Brother West, we talked about these people being able to manipulate using microwave technology. To well, either a now, whole man. block, a few yeah. people in the block, or the yep. whole neighborhood. And yes, the sir. people would and they not know. They would not know why they were exhibiting the behavior. They wouldn't even question it. Yep. They would just yep. act on the frequencies that was being uh, emitted into them. Yeah, but just the fact, man. This ain't no goddamn opinion, okay? I got pack numbers and every damn thing, man. That for the what? For the music and all this shit, yeah. man. Oh yeah. Say what's this about? No, I was just getting ready to say that's why all the uh, Doctor X was hearing all that shooting earlier. There you go. In that frequency. And it turning us into fratricide, man. That's what brother killing brother. That's that Cain Cain and Abel shit, man. Well, Cain killed Abel, and your Negro still doing this shit on remote freaking control. And don't even know why they doing. You got parents, uh, uh, children fighting their mama, but people killing their own people. They don't even know what the fuck going. It's collateral damage, man. All and you know, what? huh? Yes, sir. Let me, let me add this to what you're saying, and then we can. All the summer, the entire summer, very little shooting, hardly mm-hmm. any. Soon as school start back. Yep. Soon as school start back, here we go. Yep. 
Exactly right, man. And this is why, especially the schools. That's why they shut the schools down to put all that 5G shit in there, man. Yep. And say, and one of them say, subliminal manipulation of subjective emotions by remote directed audio waves, man. Yep. Okay. All mind control shit, man. Five, yep. Like gunmen. Mind control and boss control and all this shit, man. This ain't no joke, bro. This all the information I need. Somebody sit back to me, man. Mm-hmm. Bro, this is not no joke. I'm like the professor. When I see folks acting, I can say, well, they just the motherfucker that got here with that man on that goddamn box gun. They don't know how to tell. <laughs> sit down, especially the one with the ventricular effect. They can't shut the goddamn mouth. Everybody talking over each other and shit. Nobody listening. Yep. Everybody fucking talking. Bro, I'm glad the most high shit is to me, man. I already know it. I'm glad. So I'm just sharing it to folks. I'm about to I, I go down to the damn sheriff's department and say, this is why people got this goddamn mental illness, man. Okay? I want to do it, but I don't want to do it. Uh, so they mental ill, too. <laughs> yes, sir. Every, everybody on the fucking planet, bro. I had yep. discussion with somebody today, and they said, because they going through some shit. They the only one doing that. Hell no. You think these motherfuckers spend all that money on just one motherfucking Negro? That's right. <laughs> out there right in, right in California, man, all these Raytheon companies and all these other companies, Lockheed Martin, Lockheed Martin and yep. they the ones doing all this shit, man. SpaceX and all That's this right. shit, man. I went right by that place, all them damn places, man. I like right next to the damn uh, where the Rams play, right across the street from SoFi Stadium, man. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you wonder why the motherfuckers is, is crazy out there. It, they do, it. bro. This stuff got me speechless, man. And, and I'm glad I found it because I like to have a uh, 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 facts and receipts when I tell people shit, man. Where they can look it up yeah. for their own damn bitch. They got some shit where they can shine the light at your eyes and you fucking flip the fuck out, man. This shit ain't no joke, bro. Oh it's yeah, crazy stuff. So that I sound like to it, Mr. That sounds like some of the stuff that we went through from the Sunshine Project. And that stuff was straight government documents, just like what you're saying, with all of the numbers and everything. And you know what happened to that website, the Sunshine Project? Uh Uh-huh. Google it when you get a chance and and let the family know. It's still in effect, okay? One thing is called Raytheon Weapon, man. Okay, integrated target. Uh, to locate, just to fire your ass, integrated targeting system to locate targets. So you mean they can't find that fucker that uh that, that climbed out the prison like Bruce Lee? They can't find his ass? Huh? Get the fuck out of here, man. This is some bullshit. They find who they want to find. You let a nigga do something, they find your ass in 48 minutes, 48 hours. Ain't that, ain't that interesting? 48 minutes. Huh? Ain't that interesting, Brother West? They were looking for this one dude, and he's an illegal immigrant. They don't want to say that, right? Illegal yep. alien. Yep. They can't find this cat for two weeks. He don't know his way around, but he they can't find him no matter what. <laughs> yeah, every time you got a different disguise and shit, man. Like you some Absolutely. mission impossible, motherfucker. Okay? This some bullshit. They find who they want to find, bro. That's All right. right. Just like, like I said, you let somebody like me or you do something, bro, within 48 hours, they'll find me. 
And then I had my sister them calling me, just give it up, man. The police say, just get some random shit, man. This motherfucker ain't no joke, man. Yeah. They don't need 48 hours. I, I was telling somebody minutes. a couple of years ago, man, I had a little fender bender, okay, a mile from my mama's house. And so I looked at my car, looked at the person's car I hit. We had no scratch or nothing. I said, okay, everything good. We gone, right? Yeah, yeah. By the time I get uh, behind my mama's house on the next street over, I see the sheriffs walking in my, in my mama's yard, man. And it was 20 run, years man. ago, bro. 20 yep. years ago. So imagine the shit they got now, man. Yep. Ain't no joke. Oh, yeah, you wanted to bet me on by, uh, Hunter Biden and, all, and Joe Biden going to jail and all that, bro. But sports, sport, politics, religion, it's all scripted, man. So I I, I can't. I, anyway, if I do bet somebody, I always bet on the black, man. I always bet on the black. All right? So I ain't betting yeah, on no damn people. swine and shit. And besides, I don't want to take your dog food money and your and your and your, and your, uh, your grocery money, bro. I know shit high. You were talking about something today. I had a grocery, so, so I let you eat, let the dog eat. I, I I don't want socks to bite your ass or not eat, man. You know what I'm talking about? I had a dog snatch my. When I was eating pork, I had a dog snatch my last rib bone out my hand, man. The last, yeah, you know I could eat pork. Come on, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's when the Bruno say you supposed to be eating that. I got you. It took snatched the rib out my hand, man. That's two thirds. Well, y'all think I'm lying? <laughs> but life more strange than a fiction, man. But I advise y'all if y'all want me to send it to anybody, want this shit, y'all better read, read, read. Cause I learned now. I look at for why folks doing shit, man. Why yeah. and how? So I get in front of people. And, and I, I put and, it. If I know something. I put it in the chat room so anybody wanna go to the chat. Yeah, this ain't room no joke, man. See it too. See, I can tell somebody how voice inflection. How I can read them and tell them they got if they be in control by that bop gun, just the way they talk and the way they act. So I just uh, I keep it moving, man. I say, oh shit, that's one of them, one of them damn one of them bop guns, a zombie nigga. So I ain't finna go back and forth with the ass like nothing. So people busting over anything. What gets me is people think that this technology is going to be used to help them. I don't yep. understand where they get that from. Bro, they're in la-la land, man. This people think no they're going to be sitting at home and, and going to the virtual world. They done sold the young people on this stuff, man. Mm-hmm. And the virtual world, they flip their ass out too, man. They ain't got something where you, if two people talking, they can butt in your conversation and control the emotions of the two people talking. That's right. This shit ain't no joke, man. This blue, I almost bust my eyes out of my head when the person sent it to you. I say, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, bro. I'm but speaking, it's good, it's yes, good sir. that somebody sent it to you instead of you necessarily having to send it to them. That's the way it works, man. That's the way that's yep. the way information works. I, I try to tell people whatever problem you got, uh, 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 the answer come to you because when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. When the, when the teacher appears, the student will be ready, man. So I want to thank my man, uh, Chris Shaw. He helps me out, man, Chris Shaw. And the, and the numbers added, man. They trying to put the old Tin Man Wesley back together, man. You know, sometimes the Tin Man shit be getting to me, man. I be getting all rusty and shit. 
So they're helping the brother out, man. <laughs> We're going to figure this out. The brother's going to work it out, man. You're going to have some collateral damage, man. You just got to count the people out, collateral damage. They can't figure it all out. Because everybody was, on this street. All you need was a little bit of that A1 oil to put put in your arm. Yeah, yeah, and things bro. Like that. <laughs> all kind of shit, man. Sticks and twigs and roots and all kind of shit. I'm drinking every goddamn thing. Turpentine, I ain't a goddamn thing, man. I'm operating on myself, man. Because believe me, I'm not going to the butchers in the white coat, man. Like you said, all my only thing my doctor can do is, is do this damn telling shit. Yeah, doctor, I'm all right, I'm good. I just need a little time, that's all. If you can't do it, I, I, that's it. But as far as me going into something, like the still-ass nigga on this commercial that be dancing because he going to the doctor, man. You saw that shit, man. I'm sick of no, these niggas, all these bump dancing and shit, man. Dancing for a piece of chicken and shit. Yeah, dancing for a fucking piece of Kentucky chicken, man. They need to yep. collateral damage to take it the fuck out, man. I'm tired of these uh, Brent Twillikis dummy monkeys, man. Argue around the monkeys. All they need to do is put their hat on. They go to dance and the buck dance and the clowning, man. I'm like my man Mike, nah, man. They need to be eliminated off the face of the planet, man. I'm tired of looking at these young <laughs> men. Uh, the way, man, that's in, that's talk, in the work. <laughs> yeah, it's in the work. They're going to be eliminated, man, by <laughs> idiocracy, man. It's idiocracy that gets you killed, man. So yep. that's why they try to keep people dumb and stupid, man. So I, I just thank God I ain't one of them, man. I, I, I research everything. They ain't going to take me out like that. Like I told my sister them, they try to take me out. I'm still here with this polio shit. So I be goddamn I take anything else they got, man. I told all this. My brother. They take that shit. Yeah. Only thing will save me for my sister. Okay, we got the same your DNA, but we got different uh, 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 paternal DNA. So that's mm-hmm. only thing will save me for around the ass, man. But if you got perfect DNA match, the same mom and daddy, and you go around your folk, and then I took that snake middle, they spit like cobras, man. Like fucking snakes. Y'all make like a bullshit, man. You go to laugh and spit like a goddamn cobra. Your ass is too, man. You breathe that shit, man. About anyway, a month or so ago, about a month or so ago, Brother West, I watched this video of this white girl. She was a scientist, and she was talking mm-hmm. about the fact that everybody who's been around somebody that's been yeah. uh, shot up with the venom. Uh, yes, sir. It, the shedding means that yeah. almost everybody has some form of the uh, yeah. spike protein in them already. Yes, sir, <laughs> man. This ain't no joke, man. These devils, is, I, I own a full blast. You got to be aware, like you say, situation awareness, man. Yep. Okay. Hey, this ain't no joke, Mr. Bev. I'll catch y'all next episode. I let somebody okay. talk. I don't preach enough, gave out enough information. I love y'all. Stay strong. Keep your fist balled up. And keep your head on the swimmer. Because we at fucking wall. Ain't no time for playing the buck man for the clown and your ass be grass. I look at your crew no zoos. I ain't showing up. Unless I really know you took that jab. But anyway, I love y'all. Hopefully, we're we going to make it through. Brothers going to work it out. Right. Excellent comments. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, Kwame? Hotep and better love. Good evening, Bev. Good evening, Brother X. Good evening. Uh, Good evening, my brother. Now I know why we had this thunderstorm. The general was upset. It it came all the way down here with me from Atlanta. (laughs) 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 (la
<laughs> yes, sir. But you know, we need this rain to wash all this 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 garbage away. The thing that I'm really interested in, and you know, we know and what's getting ready to happen because this whole thing with Biden and what brought brother Wes was just sharing. They've got so many things on the on the table right now. It's a smorgasbord of people feasting on this. And and the thing is is that when you get ready to, to, to kill a hog, you, you fatten them up and this is what they're doing. Yeah. Because they're putting so much garbage on this internet that they're they're fattening up the the everyone for the kill. And, you know, like last night when we did on the show, and we turned around and said about what Mountain Dew. Yahoo, Mountain Dew. And come to find yeah. out who owned it, BlackRock. Who owned the electrical company on Maui, BlackRock. So yep. you're looking at all these investors that they're investing in the elimination, as what uh, Kissinger had once said when they were in the population meeting that there's too many people of color and what they're doing is they've now found a way in which we 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 have to understand we we picked cotton and we made them rich with white gold and they created the thread that made the textile now we turn around and we've given them another tool called another fiber called fiber optics yeah. And now they're weaving of the World Wide Web. Yep. The World Wide Web, and they're using the optics, the thread, because what connects us all together, yeah, they're wireless, but the thing of it is is that the fiber optics, and it's not in the cloud. All of the cables that they're running, they're running here on the, on the continent, is they're putting them underground, and they're putting the antennas on light poles and anywhere they can because they got to keep that bandwidth connected totally in order mm-hmm. to keep these people in and it's like a barbed wire around a city and this is what has people connected and i've watched people come out here to ceremony with me and my signal is very weak i have to have wi-fi as soon as they hit this area and they don't have a signal, I, it's like watching an addict. They become all discombobulated. It's like, you you ain't got no signal. You ain't got no signal. No, I ain't got no signal. You know, because I attempt to stay off of as much as possible the grid. You got to understand this. This is by design, design for the mind. Because, you know, we've seen this from the 60s you know, and how they've been able to put this plan into place. So, like some of us say, you know, pop the popcorn and sit back and watch the show. Those that know won't be the ones to go. Those that know won't be the ones to go. Because we're going to find that divine intelligence is greater than the artificial intelligence. And even when you look at the numbers, man, and the thing that gets AI is the the first alphabet, and I is the ninth alphabet. One and nine is ten. Yeah. So this is what you got to understand, the one and the nine. And this, 
thing that I must say with you, Brother X, is that you follow the people that are paying and who's doing this and giving us the information and how they're connected. The same way we looked at the book back in the day when Steve Copeland and Dick Gregory says, read the book, the conspiracy, I mean, the conspiracy 300. Yes. Because Commit- they gave you, right. They, they gave you the listing of who all was in place. Now we got yes. the PayPal mafia. That's the must. And, all of these ones that have created this techocracy because the only thing they did from industrial to the, the oil barons, now they've got the techno barons. Yep. But the thing that happens in all of them becoming, you know, supposedly these new gods, the thing is there's only one god. And so his intelligence is going to make sure that those that are connected won't be sheep or sheeple. Because we know by overstanding from our hearts that this is not the way it's supposed to be. And this is the part of elders while we're still here. That's why they call us the baby boomers. Yes. Because Let me check after what you're saying. Oprah Winfrey and The Rock thought they could get out here and basically make an appeal to the people to give them some money to allegedly help all of the people that got killed and or are now homeless in Maui, and the people told their asses up. They told y'all got billions of dollars, and y'all out here begging the people who living from paycheck to paycheck to give you money with all of them rich billionaire friends y'all got. Y'all could put y'all money and deal with this problem overnight. But instead, they want to beg the people. Right. And, and she buying up all that land. Exactly. Oh, yeah. She's been, she been buying land since, what, 2015, 2016. Yeah. Thousands yeah. of acres she's been purchasing and doing. But see, divine intelligence. Look at what just happened. Was it yesterday or day before eruption of the volcano? Yes. Yeah. So that's letting you know that, you know, creators got a plan because even though they've done what they've done in order to make their satellite island, that's all they're doing is getting yeah. ready to make. Because even the part on the mainland, I mean, on, on the big island, that they turned around and who was it? Musk turned around and bought up all that land that Dole used to own. Yeah. So you're looking at them, but the thing that's happening, the volcano is erupted again, and that lava flow again is making what? More land. You yeah. you, you burned up this. Creator says, well, I'm just going to send some more lava up and make another, you know, extension on the, on the land. So we've got to be trusting in a power greater than man because he puts his pants on one leg at a time like all of us do. Yep. No matter how rich he is, and ain't uh, and the, the, the the whole thing old folks used to say, you never see a Brinks truck in a funeral procession, and ain't no luggage racks in the casket. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, it ain't going with you. Hotel right. and better love. Excellent comments, my brother. Better love. 
Okay. Um, well, I guess you could go eat your dinner, and I can go to bed. <laughs> and uh, we will be back tomorrow uh, to finish uh, You Digger Trouble. Oh, oh, wait, Tugmo's got something to say. They always do us like that, Dr. X. Tugmo? Hey, what's up, y'all? Listen, man. Uh-huh. I knew the school shootings was going to start. The, sh- the shootings was going to start um, when school started. I already knew that. Yeah. Uh, because they hide in their house behind a keyboard playing um, Tough Guy all summer, playing a little uh, internet gangster. And now they got to go see people, people that they've been playing gangster with and um, tough guy with and trolling online. Now, now they really got to go see those people, you know, and now I, I just knew it because they don't go outside no more, you know, yeah. so it's just uh, wait until I see this dude, man. He took all that stuff. Just wait. Just waiting for school to start. Just wait. You got to go to school so you can ambush him then. Yeah, yeah, because, you, you, you know, I can't catch up to you otherwise. See, back in the days, you had to watch what you said about people. You had to, especially, you know what I'm saying, because they're going to see you. You're going to be outside. They're going, yo, man, you suck. It, was, it wasn't just in the house on a computer uh, world that they live in, right? Because we, we would have to go outside. Your mother would be like, get the hell out the house. Go outside. You know what I'm saying? Right. Go play with your friends. And when you play with your friends, you know, you had to watch, you learned how to watch who you said stuff to, right? Because um, you might have said something about somebody and it got back to them. And you like, damn, this dude was in his mouth, you know what I'm saying? Now you're in a fight with this guy because you said something. And, well, you know what I'm saying? So it, it was more physical back in the days, right? So the little fist fights and stuff we would have kept us from shooting each other. Right. right. But... Today, they online, they talking all this stuff. There ain't no checking in, and no checks and balances involved. You know what I'm saying? You, you're not going to bump into this person. You know that. You're not, you know, I ain't going to see him. And if I do see him, my mama going to be with me. You know, that's how they, they, they now they got to go to school. And now all these people, you know, you such and such, you know, you um, Iron Man 24 online, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you know, you don't remember you was talking about me? You know, now that is dead, you know. Cause you can't hide all summer. You you hide all summer in the house. They don't go outside like we did. Like, you know, they, they, the average kid don't know how to play tag or hide and go seek or uh, freeze tag or any of the, or, you know, hot peas and butter. Or, you know what I'm saying? They don't know how to play those games. They, they don't know, play with one another. Mm-hmm. If you'd been over here earlier this evening, I promise you, my brother, I've never heard this many shots, ever, ever. I've been living in gang communities or communities with gangs damn near all my life here in Chicago. I've never heard this many shots anywhere and didn't hear one police siren, not one. You know what they put oh, they those um, switches? The they put those switches on the guns now, 
So that makes a regular gun go fully automatic. So that makes yeah. it even louder. Like it makes it sound seem like it's more, you know, you know what I'm saying? Every few seconds. Um, yeah. So yeah, man. Um, did you see the Turkey earthquake? The who? Earthquake in Turkey. Was that the video you sent me with them? Uh, I mean, not in Turkey. I'm sorry. Um, earthquake in Morocco. Morocco. Uh, did is that the uh, video you sent me with them? Uh, with them booties jumping all around and everything. <laughs> uh, I was I was just showing you, man. This is hip hop today, man. These these are big stars, you know, and they they went and performed that tonight on the award show too. Same, same way as the, same way as the video, just with less clothes on it than they had one in the video. You know what I'm saying? So um, so they had less yeah, clothes man. on in the performance. Oh yeah, man! They was at MTV Awards, man. They had to show out, man. They had to show out. So yeah, it, 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 you can't hear their performance because they bleeping out every word. So it's just like. Might as well just they, they might as well just hit you. You just watching the dancing, you know. But uh, you know, but yeah, yeah, man. Unbelievable. Um, you know, yeah. They don't let me. They don't let them say um um you know some of the stuff they they rap about on TV. You but know, who were they? Watching. Who were huh? they? Because I couldn't get to the end of the video, man. I'm be honest, man. That was um Cardi B. Uh, and Megan the Stallion. Okay. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And yeah, a bunch Megan of little D. ponies, all of them with gigantic booties. Yeah, fake, yeah, fake, man. All fake, of them. Fake it. Don't forget to say fake. I'm not sure if Megan's is fake, but I know Cardi's is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, that's definitely um. A lot of lesbianism action. It, it, this is what they programming. But when I watched the award shows, and, um, while you was on, you know, I was in the room with my wife. She had the award shows on, and yeah, you're gonna see a big push because they're trying to get rid of hip hop, and they're trying to. Um, well, I shouldn't say get rid of it. They're not funding it anymore. They're not putting any money into it. They're putting right. their money behind Latin music and Afro pop or Afro beats or whatever they call that. Yeah, so, I can see um, that too. Huh? I can I see that too. Yeah, this is an agenda they're pushing, right? So yeah. um, they're promoting it like, you know, they, so the award show tonight, it was a bunch of Latin stars that I never heard of. And um, they didn't even have to speak in English. They get through their awards, get their award, and give the whole speech in Spanish, and everybody stand up and clap. And it was a bunch of Africans, you know, very um only people that were um hip hop were people who were given awards, you know what I'm saying, uh, for their achievement. So they gave Puffy an achievement award for his thirty whatever years he'd been doing, he'd been robbing people. And um, they gave Nicki Minaj an achievement award for selling over 100 million records in her career and all that stuff. But nonetheless, I'm looking at the Spanish entertainers come out, and there's a bunch of females, 
And I said, oh, they po- they starting they programming on them early. They, yeah. You know, the black chicks can't, black chicks can't out top them putting on nothing. You know, they born, they live where they put on nothing. You know what I'm saying? So that ain't nothing to them. So they coming out with like, oh, shoot. So they going to program their young girls just like they programming ours. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, they falling for it. But they stars. So they get they don't even realize they falling for the same stuff we fell for, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but um the turkey earthquake. Now tur- I keep calling Morocco Turkey, even though those two things are connected. So that yeah. everybody saw the the sky turn purple. So everybody goes outside to look at the sky and then the earthquake starts. So I said that's hard. You know what I'm saying? And then I think um, the article's talking about heart, my brother, out of nowhere. Go ahead. Yeah, I I think they're behind that. All these weather things you're seeing, it's a lot, lot of stuff going on, man. I think these are weather wars. Mm-hmm. I think that um, you know, well, Russia, China, whoever could have possibly attacked Hawaii. Could possibly be behind some of the wildfires in California because I know for sure. That China's been getting killed with natural disaster after natural disaster. And I'm like, ain't nobody behind that but the United States. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, but did you see the flood? Same region as Morocco in Libya. Libya, yes. I did see that. Like 6,000 people got drowned. You know what I'm saying? Whole whole villages gone. You know, I, I shouldn't even say whole cities. You know what I'm saying? So... I said those, you know, that that happened at the same time as that earthquake. They saw the hawk in the sky, so I wouldn't be surprised if they they whipped up some type of water anomaly over there in Libya. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know, it's because they need these so-called uh, climate disasters because you know what they are pushing now and what the next lockdown is supposed to be under. Mm-hmm. And they also need a reason to be in Africa. Yep. Because you see what's happening. So, uh, the Africans <laughs> are pretty much kicking out the French and the other yep. colonial powers. So, uh, But if you have a few natural disasters, well, you got to come over and help. And that, you know what I'm saying, that gives them their ploy to get over there. Um, the last thing I want to <laughs> Go ahead, bro. No, I just said humanitarian intervention by non-humans. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and the other thing uh, I wanted to say, man. To, oh, go ahead, Beth. No, go ahead. I got one more call. Go ahead. Finish it. Oh, okay. It, um, there was new footage that came out today uh, from the seventh uh, of the second plane hitting the tower, 9-11. So after mm-hmm. all these years, it's, uh, it was there since 2001, but no one ever saw it on YouTube. It was in a private video. Mm-hmm. So, now, you don't know, man. I saw this whole thing happen. This thing happened. The video was accurate. You don't know how many arguments I've had with people. Oh, man, some dude in California, an old dude named Tariq. My man in Chicago, they're going to tell me that planes didn't. I'm like, yeah, I was looking at the damn thing. It was plain. No, you, what you saw was a hot, hot. Nah, bro, I saw a plane. How are you going to argue? Was you there? No, I wasn't there, but I saw 
a video that said, man, I don't care what your video said. I saw it. So now I'm finally glad this footage came out. There's no, is this before Photoshop, before DeepFake, before any of that stuff? Right. Well, this is before the iPhone. This is before the camera was on your flip phone. So this guy got perfect footage, definitely an airplane. I just can't wait to see what these people say now. You know what I'm saying? That's all these years. Um, check so it out. It's on Gateway Pundit. shows a plane flying into the towers? Yeah, it shows because the guys are on the boat, and they're taking a picture of the first. They don't have the first plane crashing. They, I saw the foot. They're taking a picture of, you know, through, the, through their little camcorder of yeah. the hole because the first plane just went through the building, and, you know, and then the second plane comes, and they follow that as it goes through it goes in the right it's no way they could photoshop this. Right. This is a camcorder. In two thousand one. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, brother. I'm I'm done. No, I was All just right. saying because they couldn't photoshop it because there was no photoshopping at that time. <laughs> Thank you, Tugmo. That's interesting, brother. I'm looking forward to that moving around on the web. That's mm-hmm. gonna raise a lot of discussion. Go ahead, man. Seven seven three three nine six. Yeah, Dev, can you hear me okay? Yes, we can. Yeah. Okay, okay, great. Thank you so much for taking my call. This is just real quick. I wanted to apologize. Yesterday, I called uh-huh. in. I was in the whole queue, but I was at work, and that's what you heard when Tutmo oh, okay. said. I heard someone say breakdown. But the reason for the <laughs> call was because I was trying to get his email. And I'm hoping Mm -hmm. that, you know, if he calls in tomorrow, he'll get it because I didn't hear him clearly. And also the book that he mentioned about Malachi Z. York, I think he said the the holy pages or something he had mentioned about the really, really good uh, read for Malachi Z. York and his opinion about, I'm sorry? The Holy Uh, Tablet. Holy tablet. Okay, great. Holy tablet free. Yeah, I, well, free. Just put free after it and hit enter, and it'll, you'll get a free version that you could look at online. Is that one of them small okay, little tablets that, that he had? Because I think I may, I used to have that. Nah, this one got 1,700-some pages. This one is oh, yeah, Crim de la Crema books. Yeah, and uh, so, uh, most that book is, uh, I think, $1,700. I know. Uh-huh. I, I think on eBay I saw it at price at a pretty substantial amount, or something about two thousand dollars. But okay, the holy tablet, and also, Tutmos, if it's possible, um, your email again because I wanted to uh, ask you questions through the email, if that's okay. T J S eight one two seven seven at Gmail. At Gmail. Okay, you said 81277, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's my birthday. Okay, and, and, the, and the, first, the first letters are, those letters, one more time, please. T-O-J-S. So T as in, yeah, S as in Stanley, S as in Smith, yeah. 
Gotcha. Okay. Thank you very much for taking the call. And uh, thank you, uh, uh, Brother X, for, uh, you know, tonight was exceptional as always. Hotep, better love. And thank you, Bev, for taking my call because actually uh, what I want you to do, most once I email you, if I could maybe forward something to uh, Kwame also. I don't have his email, but maybe you could forward it to him and he can get back with me. I could probably, um, if but, you um, email it to me, I could probably text it to him. Okay, that, that's perfect. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for taking my call. And uh, you guys have a safe night. And, brother, get some sleep. <laughs> thank you, goddess. <laughs> thank you more. Thank you more. Okay, that, guys. Better love. And love thank you, you for listening. Yes. Better thank love. you more for the show, Beth. Okay. All right, Dr. X. Uh, we're going to call it a night, and we'll get back tomorrow to finish this. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so we we on a journey, so uh, this is part of our journey here. So I'm glad that we got the UN now. Absolutely. Trouble. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you again. Hotel. Better love, everyone. All right.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.